Thanks for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can go to anchor.fm slash SNTR Presents to support it with a paid membership. You can do the same thing on my main channel at SNTRlive.com where all the videos get posted. As always, enjoy the episode. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. If you didn't catch me live, there will be timestamps in the description to all the various segments that we do. We'll spend most of the morning just kind of talking and hanging out, but we will get to my Biomutant first impressions. That's probably why you clicked on the video because of the title and the thumbnail. Use that timestamp to jump to that section. We also do gaming news in a very quick fashion. Later in the show, Micro News, we'll be talking about Jedi Fallen Order getting a next-gen release. Dying Light 2 released a weird teaser. Not really sure what's going on there. Overwatch 2 receives backlash. So, whether you watch this later or you're in the live audience, we will no longer be unlisting the live streams and then trimming it down to 10 minutes. You can enjoy the entire broadcast once I'm not live. Make sure if you are subscribed and you want that bell button set to all, check on that on a regular basis. It's getting switched to off or personalized, and then people are not getting notified. Later this afternoon, we will be doing a second stream for more Biomutant gameplay on PC. We want to give this game a fair shake, so we will be playing it this afternoon. We're we're trying to bring gameplay to this channel. You guys have responded very well to that. So whether you like a talk show in the mornings or gameplay in the afternoon, we try to offer a wide variety of stuff for you here on the channel. Every day, make sure and use all the relevant commands. The shirt I'm wearing is from 80stees.com. Use code LONO for 30% off, and then RageousRoast.com or the coffee command in chat if you want to order some Rageous Roast. That's what I'm going to go grab right now. I got my Rageous Roast brewing upstairs. I'm going to go grab some, and I'll be back for the live show. If you're here in the live audience, get things started. Smash the like button. Get chat warmed up. Start letting us know. What do you think of Biomutant? Reviews are kind of all over the place. You can let us know in chat what you're feeling about the game. Are you still going to play it or pre-order it? We'll probably be doing a poll about that today. Poll's not live yet, so let's get that conversation going before we do. All right, I'll see you guys in just a bit.
Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you guys for being here. Bright and early, we are getting ready to dive in today. I'm sure a lot of people are wanting to know, what did I think of Biomutant? I mean, if you weren't here, obviously, it, uh, it, didn't, it didn't go that well. It did not start that well. Obviously... Folks are a little disappointed about that, and uh, me being one of those people, uh, and we're going to be playing more today. We are. We're going to be playing more today. I want to give this game a fair shot. There are elements of it that I do not think are going to change. I, I don't I don't think that they're, they're like, suddenly... I don't think suddenly the uh, the combat is going to get better, or the flow, or any of that. Uh, so thank you guys for hitting 100 likes and being here this morning already. I greatly appreciate that. We uh, we did change format back to more topical, more opinion-driven uh, titles and thumbnails, but we still are going to be going through uh, daily gaming news. Um, one of the things we're going to be talking about today is that, you know, the, the three things I outlined at the beginning, Jedi Fallen Order getting a next-gen release, Dying Light 2 got a weird teaser, and then Overwatch 2 receiving Backlash. Game comes across as rushed. Sorry, if people are listening to the audio version, they probably thought it just stopped playing right there. I was like taking a drink of water. <laughs> As the uh, as the music faded, I don't even know if it's rushed. I mean, if if you want to get my my thirty thousand feet theory about what happened, I think this game died in pre production. I think that they had a lot of um, I think they had a lot of ideas and a lot of things that they thought they were gonna do, and then those things changed over time. If you remember, Anthem was in a similar state in pre-production. They were going to do like a survival game with um, dynamic weather systems and all this stuff. And they didn't end up doing any of that. So the early marketing and even some of the things they built for Anthem ended up not really making any sense. Now, I feel like that's even more apparent in Biomutant. The flow of the combat... And the lack of of player feedback, it doesn't feel very punchy. It reminds me of when you do turn-based combat in a game like Pokemon or Child of Light. Both characters are just sort of standing there, and then when they attack, there's like sound effects, you know, and then there's like an animation and a word maybe, and then the character kind of reacts. The combat in this feels like, at its inception, they were building maybe a turn-based game and then changed their mind. Now, the unfortunate thing about that is, whether I'm right or not in my theory, that's that's how it feels. The combat is supposed to be central to Biomutant, right? It's supposed to be central, and it doesn't really ever land. You never feel like you're doing that much. It doesn't feel that impactful. I really, uh, I wanted to really like Biomutant. It looks like a cute enough game that my son could get into. I'm concerned about the longevity of the content loop. Here's the thing. A lot of people are theorizing that it's meant to be a game for children because the narration and the super slow tutorial, it's almost, I, I, I joked yesterday, I said, 
Biomutants tutorial feels like it's built for somebody who has never played a video game ever. Uh, ever, right? And so people are like, well, maybe it's for children. I got news for you. That combat's not built for children, and I don't know if menus... Like, I have it on normal. There's easy, normal, and hard. I don't know if when you put it on easy, it suddenly becomes, like, no problem at all. But keeping track of the enemies is hard. There's there's the, the tracking is minimal, so you have to do a lot of the tracking yourself. The The combat is actually way more thoughtful than you would expect. It looks like it would just be a simple kind of spammy button masher, but it's not. You have to, like, really, really take care to slowly input the right combos. And if you do it right, you can keep, like, a single enemy... You can keep a single enemy stun-locked for a decent amount of time. But they... It, I don't know. Like, I, it, it, so, it, it sounds weird to say, but it's like... It's like I'm not even playing the game, is what it feels like. It feels like I'm inputting stuff and watching sort of like a simulate. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a simulation. It's like I'm not in control. That's what caught my eye. It seems like it holds your hand every step of the way, but the combat looks like it has layers. Right. I'm good, Agent Atwood. Thanks for asking. Uh, you decided to play Final Fantasy? I mean, I don't know, dude. Final Fantasy is probably a game that just will never hook me. I mean, I, I, it just, I know people here really want me to do that, but I just, I don't know if we'll ever be able to center ourselves around a game, you know? Don't you think the reason for Biomutant being the way that it is for lack of people working on it, I heard they only had like 20 people. All right, here's the thing. I I hear that, okay? And that's why I'm trying to be nice about this. I don't want to be grumpy gamer man that's like, yeah, game sucks, and just like throw it over my shoulder. I am trying to be nice about this because I have heard it's a smaller studio. With respect, if they are a smaller studio, they should have dialed back some of their ambitions because the game, as the title of my review says, it's a mile wide and it's flawed. It's like to say it's a mile wide and an inch deep, I know is very cliche, but that's kind of what it feels like. It's like, wow, you made combat with all these different elements to it, but the combat's an inch deep. It doesn't feel satisfying. It feels like I'm playing a mobile game or something. Everything feels weak and and I, I call it wet noodle combat. It's like you're hitting everything with a wet noodle or like a rolled up piece of paper. It's like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. It's like I, I don't know. I, I get more I'll get more feedback from a game where I'm washing windows. Like it doesn't I don't understand, right? So if you're a smaller studio, then you should maybe stick to the core competencies of what would have made this game special, which would have been really satisfying combat. A good example would be a game like Hellblade. Hellblade was not built by a huge studio. I don't know what Ninja Theory's size was at the time that they made Hellblade. I think they're a larger studio than THQ Nordic. Yo, Storm White, thanks for doing a brand new membership. I appreciate that. Those of you that decide to hit join and continue to hit join, we greatly appreciate those paid memberships. Thank you so much for doing that. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. But a good example is Hellblade, okay? Hellblade's combat is very simple, and yet it's incredibly satisfying. You have like a handful of things you can do, light attack, heavy attack, parry, and then you have like the mirror, okay? That's it. 
but it's super satisfying. Biomutant's combat could have been super satisfying, and they could have just stuck to the basics. And then the crafting could have come alongside of it and given you some agency and some player choice and some options and some dynamics. But it's like, I have psionic attacks, bionic attacks. I have different types of weapons that are melee. I have different type of weapons that are ranged weapons with guns. And I don't care about any of it. It just all feels like garbage. None of it feels like it matters. None of it feels impactful. It's It's such a bummer. 2020 they had 120 employees so not sure that it would be would have been three years earlier so okay so they were larger that's still not a massive size company you know anything around 100 employees is a smaller development firm right development company these guys are 20 employees deep uh, you know okay all right I, I, like I said that is one of the only reasons that my gloves are staying on and I'm not hitting below the belt here. I'm trying to be real nice about this game and I'm trying to be really understanding. But it's like, dadgummit, you guys messed so many aspects of this game up. Combat's unsatisfying. The tutorial is ridiculous. The walk 10 feet and have like a zoom out camera angle move and the narrator says something to draw it to your attention. It's so dated. who thought that would be a good experience that for two hours like you're not really even in control of the character you're just like walk 10 feet and then there's like a thing that you gotta listen to like that's the the, the first part of my review is that there's no romance they do not try to romance you at all they don't try to woo you into the game they're just like beating you over the head with information for an hour and a half and and I would put up with that if the combat was really satisfying, but the little glimmers of gameplay that you get to enjoy, they're just boring. Like they're not like the combat just falls. It's a deflated balloon, man. It's a deflated balloon. You've gotten, uh, you've not gotten too far into the game yet. Wouldn't it be more fair to judge the weapons and abilities a little further into the game? No. The first time I got a weapon in Ori in the Blind Four, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, it was a torch, and it felt awesome. The first fight I got in God of War, I, it feels awesome. You know, Horizon Zero Dawn, as I just referenced the combat in Hellblade. If your combat feels like trash for the first three and a half hours of the game, I, I, I'm going to sit around and wait for it to get better, right? I don't know. The game is so unbelievably charming. The, the the character design and the world and the colors and the graphics. So much potential. So much potential. And they just, I think they shot too wide. I think they thought, we'll drown them, we'll drown them in, in breadth. And people will, you know, not catch on to the fact that there's no depth at all. Like, breadth without depth? Is an Olympic-sized pool that you only feel a, fill a couple inches deep. It's just like, why? okay. I'm hoping the gameplay opens as you progress. I believe it could have some long-standing presence. I'd love to play it with my son, but I'm scared of the pillow-punching effect. I have never been more disappointed with really cool-looking combat. Combat looks amazing, and then you play it, and you're like, that feels awful. Sorry, taking a drink of my uh, breakfast shape. Another review had it for three weeks, has played it for over 25 hours, and has similar opinions to Lono. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of these reviewers got up into the 20-something hours, and like like uh, Skillup described it, is it's like you're punching a pillow. It's like nothing is happening in the combat. It's so odd. As I said, it's weird. It's like you're not playing. It's like you're watching a demonstration of combat. I, I don't know. It's like hit, 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 and he does his little move. Hit, 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 and he does his little move. It's like wind up the toy, and there he goes. Wind up the toy, and there he goes. There is something so disjointed about that. It's not immersive. Now, if you did wind up the toy, and then there was like this feedback of like impact and punch and wham, wham, wham. It, it doesn't it doesn't feel like that at all. And then the really cool moment where you, everything slows down, and you're like jumping in the air, and you're like wham, 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 and you're like punching. That's kind of cool, but it certainly is not enough to save the combat for me. I'm seeing people with 40 or 50 hours giving better reviews of the game. There are certainly people that are giving good reviews, but Bada, for every person that you're going to try to put on the table that put in more time that's praising it, I can put people that put equal amounts of time on the table that are absolutely eviscerating it. It's it's a it's a no sum game at that point. Like you could you can find positive reviews if you want. I can find negative reviews if I want. Right? It's not about that. Right? Like game is sixty five hours. Just so you know, all good. I think the game was funny and the narrator is super funny. Right? You have to understand something. Like if I got to put in twenty or twenty five hours for it to get good, what on earth? That's terrible pacing. I played for three and a half hours. Listen, Bada, you know me, okay? You've been around a long time. You know how Lono acts about a content loop. I am I am very honest about content loops. If you don't hook me in the first three, 30 minutes to an hour, you're probably not going to hook me. It's, it's unlikely. There are almost no games that do that. I don't know if I've ever played a game whose content loop so dramatically changed after the first hour that I suddenly fell in love with it. Right? I've never played a game like that. I went for three and a half hours yesterday and not once did I feel like the content loop got good. I did one of the main pieces of the content loop. I went and I took down one of the fortresses, one of the outposts, and it wasn't wasn't fun, it wasn't exciting, it wasn't satisfying. All of a sudden I've got a new town, a new village, new NPCs, I have all this gear, and I was just like shrugging. I was like, I don't care about any of this. I'm not invested. I'm I'm bored. What's supposed to be like really crazy monumental fights or moments, they all land like deflated balloons, just like It's like, oh my gosh, my parents died saving me. And that, that entire sequence is just like, huh? It doesn't even, it doesn't even land as a moment that matters. It's, it's put together so poorly. I'm not saying good reviews cancel out the bad. I'm saying people are split. So it might be a game for some, and it might not be a game for others. Listen, if you buy the game, you will know you got a full disclosure from me, right? You will know you got a full disclosure from Lono. If you buy that game, you can be like, Lono warned me about this. He warned me about the game feeling like it's patchwork and slapped together and kind of slow. He warned me about the combat not being very satisfying. Like, I, you know, he he warned me. You'll know. You'll know. I'm not telling anybody to cancel their pre-orders. I'm not telling anybody to not get the game. I'm saying... 
you might want to wait until you hear what I have to say. You might want to wait and watch me play this afternoon. You may want to go back and watch my past broadcasts. You know? This tweet from their official is kind of amusing. Biomutant reviews are in. The scores are all over the map, so there's one thing left for you to do. Play the game and see for yourself. Biomutant will be out later today. We can't wait to hear your thoughts. Yeah, Metacritic. They quoted a Metacritic and then a PC Games one. Um, Wait, 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 wait. New open world action RPG games excels at the former but struggles with combat. And then the next one says a vibrant art style and fluid combat hindered by some seriously repetitive open world design. So they're making fun of the fact that, like, THQ Nordic is making fun of the fact that those two people are contradicting themselves. Like, I get it. I get pouring. I get pouring years of your life into a game. And and years of your life, people play it for an hour, and they're like, yeah, it sucks. Like, I understand what that probably feels like. I understand what it's like to read reviews who say contradicting things. Like, there are people saying the combat's good. I'm like, I don't know what in the frick planet you're on, but this combat is not good. Right? It's It's not. I saw a guy last night, he, he said, I see a lot of people saying the game's not very good. I think the combat is so fun and satisfying. I'm like, brother, I don't know what games you play, but this combat is insanely subpar. Insanely subpar. I have played indie titles. I have played indie titles with more satisfying combat. Like, little tiny indie titles with more satisfying combat. Now, I know... Again, if the studio's only got 20 people, they're essentially an indie title. I mean, they're essentially, they have the resources of an indie title with respect to bandwidth. But I'm telling you, I have played some teeny tiny games on Steam where the, the combat's awesome. Yeah, awesome. And this game, I'm like, what in the huh? Reviews shouldn't decide for you. They should inform your decision. That's right. That's right. My job is not to dog a game or sell a game. My job is to put the game on display and then you can make up your mind. You can make up your mind. Right? I I think there are plenty of things about the game that are charming and you might like the combat if you really, really like um, if you like Devil May Cry style combo driven combat you may find the combat satisfying. Now, I I hesitate to say that because Devil May Cry is like a long-standing cult following. People love that freaking game. They hurt themselves, by the way. The developers hurt themselves, and this is where I fault them. You can't go do interviews and mention Breath of the Wild, Devil May Cry, and Batman Arkham. Like, you can't mention those titles and compare your game to those titles. Do you want to know why? Those games are like top shelf in their league. Like there are not other games that have the following and the success of Devil May Cry. Okay. Breath of the Wild. Why would you say that? Do you understand what you just did? You mentioned one of the greats. You mentioned like... The, one of the single greatest games of that year and the only real reason to own a Switch for a lot of people. Why'd you mention these games? The Batman games? The Batman games are amazing. The combat is so satisfying. 
why would you set yourself up like that? I read that the other day to you guys. I was like going through the news. I was like, here's what they have to say about their game. And I was like, wow, this has got me really excited. Holy moly. Like a breath of the wild, devil may cry, Batman. Wow, holy crap. And then I play it. I'm like, you guys should not have said that, man. If you were taking... If you were taking inspiration from those games, great. You want to tuck that under your hat. You want players to say that. You don't come out and say that yourself. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to compare the open world. I cannot imagine comparing this game's open world to Breath of the Wild. You're delusional if you think this game's open world compares to Breath of the Wild. This game's open world is more like Destiny. It's a string of pearls. Like, you run along a path, and then there's an area, and you run along a path, and then there's an area. Like, it is not like Breath of the Wild at all. Uh, Devil May Cry Combat is more solid. That's how Biomutant looks. Big mistake given that expectation. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you like that style of combat, then, then maybe the combat in Biomutant will land on you. But I hesitate to say that because people that are fans of Devil May Cry are probably going to be like, nah, this combat's nothing like Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. Gotta hold us on its own merits. I- I'm telling you, listen, I saw early gameplay, okay? You can go back, you watch all my Biomutant coverage. I always said the same thing. I am concerned that the combat and the game will feel frivolous. I said I reference games like Dead Rising. I said whenever they give you this massive amount of freedom to craft or build anything that you could possibly dream of, I'm always worried the combat's going to end up feeling very frivolous and throwaway. And I base this off of my experience with games like that, and I base it off of the gameplay. The gameplay just looked kind of flimsy. I was like, I've not, I'm not seeing anything that's blowing my hair back. The first time you see gameplay, like the first time I saw a weapon in Ori and the Will of the Wisps, I was like, okay, you have my attention. Then he started swinging and hitting the enemies. I was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. You know, usually, usually if you see gameplay, you know right away if you're going to like it or not. And the first couple times I saw gameplay of Biomutant, I was like, I don't know, man. Something's not right. There's something there. There's something flimsy about it. There's a frivolousness to the combat, right? What's good, Casual Craig? Um, Biomutant looks nothing like Devil May Cry. Lono's not saying that. The dev said it had DMC-style combat. Yeah, I'm, I'm quoting the developers. Don't you understand why this is a problem? In an interview, one of the developers referenced frivolity. Yeah, one of the developers referenced Breath of the Wild, Devil May Cry, and Batman like the Arkham games. Why would you do that, man? Your combat and game better be an absolute freaking home run sleeper hit if you're going to be mentioning those games. Horizon Forbidden West state of play announced for Thursday. Oh, we'll probably get an actual release date, maybe. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I'm, dude. You gotta understand something. You gotta understand something. 
I more often am accused of being too generous and too charitable, uh, too forgiving of developers, right? I I get that a lot. I do. Because I try to be, you know, sympathetic and empathetic to what a developer's outlook is, like what they're trying to do. I do. I get accused of that all the time, okay? So I'm not just a hater. I don't want to bash this game. It's why we're going to play it again this afternoon, okay? We're going to be like, all right, listen. We, we, we did the first outpost. We're, we're, we're over that beginning early game hump, right? <clears throat> let's let's see. Let's see what we got. Yeah, we have a story we're going to cover today about Overwatch 2 and how they're receiving backlash going to the 5v5 change. Um, that's kind of going to... I think that's going to blow up in their face. I don't think that's going to work, personally. I, the teams and the pros start turning on you, and what's the point, you know? I don't know. <laughs> What's the point, you know? You're building your game for them. You gotta consider them, right? You're you're not building Overwatch just for, you know, the casuals. Like, OWL, anybody? Like, come on, viewership here? The, the, the money? The, the, come on, what are you doing? <clears throat> I think they banked on the DNA character system to be some outstanding revolutionary system, while in reality it's just a spectrum of, a buff, of buff rats. Everything, right? Everything in the game, Gilly, feels like it's in its early concept phase, right? Look at every screen. You're like, this feels like you're trying to sell me on the, on like, oh, we should put this in our game. It doesn't feel complete, right? It doesn't feel complete. Yeah, let's push those likes up, guys. We're getting close to 500 viewers. Thanks for being here this morning. We got a lot to break down. We got a lot to break down. Our our news stories coming up for today. Jedi Fallen Order getting a next-gen release. Uh, Dying Light had a weird teaser. Overwatch 2 is receiving backlash. And right now we're talking about Biomutant and my first impressions. A lot of tank pros uh, have no idea what's going to happen to their job. Yeah. Especially with Valorant out there. Yeah, the pros and the teams will just walk. They'll be like, we're not doing this, right? From a professional level, our team's going to have to kick a player from starting lineup because they've changed the format. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, what are they going to do? I mean, I don't know. Too many concepts, not enough substance. It feels like a quilt. You know when your grandma makes a quilt of like all your old t-shirts and they're completely unrelated? That's what the game feels like. It's just a quilt. It's like none of these systems even feel like they interact with each other. Like my bio abilities, and they don't. They don't feel like they they do anything to complement or change. Like, I don't. It's just like oh, I can do this ability, cool, and I do it. It doesn't do anything. Like I dash into a guy the other, you know, in the fight yesterday. I was like, that didn't do anything. I'm better off just doing my my moves, right? Yo, good morning, Snow. Day two with the Rageous Roast, loving the honey undertones. Oh, thank you, man. We got some samples right now for a holiday flavor. We're going to do a Frickmas blend. And we're pulling the trigger on the Dark Roast, right? Uh, It interrupts itself so many times. Well, and I could get over that if the meat of the game was good. I would be like, that's fine. 
if you want to make me drink from the fire hose for the first hour and a half of your game, I'll get over it and then you'll leave me alone. But the gameplay doesn't really satisfy enough to put up with all of it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> um, Gonna sound mean. Why should Blizzard care? You're a pro on their payroll? Well, you're not a pro on their payroll. You're a pro on the payroll of a team that organized itself around your game and made your game a lot of money and a lot of popularity and took it where it wanted to go. If you're going to build a game for competitive environments and then teams rally, form, get sponsorships, help, help tournaments and things like OWL happen, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to act like, yeah, why should they care? <laughs> What? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, why should they care? I just started Jedi Fallen Order. I enjoy it. Uh, what's next gen supposed to offer? More than likely, Snow, it'll be a version that just runs and looks better on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Like the free update they pushed out for God of War. But this is going to be like an actual release. It'll be a new download, a new disc at the stores and, and, and whatnot. It's not going to change the game. It's just going to look prettier. You know what I mean? Why would they care about the only thing that's really bringing views of their game anymore? I mean, like, I get it. I get it. Overwatch isn't just for the pros, but if you ignore the pro scene, then there's an element of your game that just kind of poses the question, why? I don't understand. What's the point of this game? It seems like it's built for competition. It feels like it's built it's it's built to be an esport. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Same could be said of them though. They organized and got popular because of Overwatch and gave them the opportunity. Yes, and typically in a symbiotic relationship, if you suddenly hit one of the parties involved, they're gonna be upset about it, Ashen. So in a symbiotic relationship, if you're benefiting from me and I'm benefiting from you, and I say Hey, um, I know you like to unload your ships here. We're going to be shutting down one of the docks. So there's only going to be five spots. And we know you've built your entire business around being able to show up six at a time. And all of your logistics, timing, and margins are built around that. But, frick you. Like, you'd say, now wait just a minute. Okay, can we renegotiate some rates here? You just hurt my, you just indirectly hurt my business. We had a, we had a symbiotic relationship going here. I benefited from you and you benefited from me and you just, you just hit me. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're in a symbiotic relationship, you know? What's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. Ignoring the pro scenes, deliberately killing the community from the top down. It's a very dumb idea for an older game that isn't as popular as it used to be. The game wasn't competitive at all when it first came out. The esports aspect is the only thing keeping that game relevant. Well, and do you see, this is like what we talked about the other day. If you build a game to be an esport from the beginning, you run the risk of being disingenuous and not attracting a crowd. Why? Because if it's built that way from the beginning, people are going to be like, I don't want to play a game like that. It's too sweaty. This is always going to be Valorant's struggle. Valorant will always struggle to capture a large audience for two reasons. Number one, it's only on PC. Number two, it's literally designed from the ground up to be an esport. The arenas mode in Apex Legends probably has a massive, massive esport potential. 
lots of esports professionals were saying that it had potential and it's not going anywhere as, as far as I can tell why well because the the, the, the the apex audience is probably rejecting it they're like we don't want to play something built for esports esports tend to drive and grow organically call of duty Halo, Overwatch, CSGO, League of Legends, these things happened on their own. They weren't manufactured, right? Can you give me a recap on the Overwatch Convo? They're switching the mode to 5v5, which means all team composition and and, and so if you're an esports team <clears throat> and you went out and you headhunted and you got yourself some players and you built your team and you practice and you got good and everybody's got their positions they just eliminated one of those positions right this eliminated one so it's hard it's it's hard to come up with a it would be like suddenly the NFL being like yeah you get one less lineman and then the, and then the offensive coach would have a brain aneurysm he'd be like what did you just say we get one less lineman on the field you just ruined every strategy, every plan, every every play needs to be rewritten. Not to mention, we now need less players. What are we supposed to do with all these contracts we just signed? We just got all these guys. You see, it's that's that's not necessarily a one to one example, but it gives you a picture into like how disruptive that would be to suddenly be like, hey, this game you've been playing and practicing and training for and scrimmages and mini tourneys and pickup tourneys and, and national tourneys and global tourneys. Yeah, we're changing every... Yeah, it's only a 5v5, you know. Beyond that, the regular six mates who play every weekend have to drop someone. Yeah, yeah, it's such an odd number. It's such an odd number. 6v6 is super common. It's been common since Call of Duty. Like, 6v6, that's just it. Yeah, grab your buds, let's go. Six people uh, in Destiny. Six people in a Destiny raid. Six people in Call of Duty. Like, 6v6. You know? I. Uh, it's a new game, though. Is So, you think that's a good enough defense? You think that's all they need to say? Whoa, what do you want? It's a new game. We're slapping a two on it. Like, how many characters are returning? Right. How many modes are returning? Is it a new game? Come on. 5v5 will be more sweaty. An arena shooter, not a comp shooter. I don't know what you mean by that. 5v5 is a Counter-Strike format? Oh, it's, 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 yeah, is it 5v5? It's 5v5 in Valorant too, isn't it? I'm not saying 5v5 can't exist. I'm just saying it's been that way for such a long time. You know? All of a sudden, you're like, you're, you're like... No, we're done. You know, one tank, two DPS, two supports. It's an older game that everyone's talking about again and is relevant again. Sounds like a really good marketing to build positive hype for the new game. So you think, you think esport teams, professional teams, and professional players that now think that their team and their career are in jeopardy, you think that's good press for the game? We're not talking about like, uh, the removal of a character or the nerfing or buffing of an ability that's causing people to get angry and go to forums and reddit we're talking about entire businesses that are like what the frick are we going to do like the 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 viewing aspect of the game i don't want to overstate it but the viewing aspect of these games is important 
you have your favorite teams, you have your favorite players, and it's all been thrown into upheaval. I don't think this is good for marketing. Now, the only way this turns out to be good for marketing and the way that they're going to look at it and be like, oh, yeah, this is going to work, right? Uh, (laughs) The only way that they do that is if they walk back the decision and then everyone celebrates. And then we all sat around and talked about their game for a month before they did that. Overwatch 2 was going to have 6v6, but then Jeff Kaplan left and the Blizzard office couldn't get a replacement for the office league, so they had no choice. That's it. That's right. Valve does crap like this all the time and tells no one why is Blizzard catching all this heat? How is that even... I don't understand. How is this a quandary? How is this a quandary? Is that why are people upset? So, you dedicate hours and months and maybe even years of your life getting really good at a game and a position and you get on a team and you get a jersey and this is it. You're making money playing video games. You made it to the big time. And just in time, there's a new Overwatch on the horizon. Oh, here we go. And they're like, yeah, we're going to 5v5. Uh, so, I'm so, uh, what, say what now? What'd you say? What? Now the team has no idea what they're supposed to do. Their budget, their practice, their team comp, their strategy, all of it. It's like, um... So, do I have a job? Like, what what just happened? Everything I worked on, everything I was hoping for, could potentially get snapped out of existence like Thanos walked in the room? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, how, of course people are upset. What do you mean, how are they catching flack? They're changing, they're changing a significant aspect to a long-standing game. <laughs> you know? It's kind of bad when esports teams are now going to have to let someone go because some snowball devs bright idea. Well, we don't know why they why they they did it. Well, I mean, I'm sure they said, right? They probably given reasons. Valve completely removes a map and adds a brand new map to the competitive map without it ever having comp games played on it. I don't feel like that's even remotely the same. Devs have said that the main reason they're changing to 5v5 is because it was becoming too hard to make changes in the game and they wanted to make it more visually appealing. Right now, in the main game, there's so many visual effects and things going on, sometimes you have no idea what's going on. Um, Overwatch Pro Play has had so many metas over the years where positions weren't as static as in other games. Sometimes teams would run triple tanks and then suddenly... Uh, triple attack. Yo, Baguette with a $5 tip through Super Chat says, Baguette's on me, thank you. Hey, if you're new here this morning, here's all the topics we'll be covering today. We're debating the Overwatch thing right now, but we'll also be going through my Biomutant first impressions. There will be Biomutant gameplay later. We're going to try to give this game another shot. Uh, we'll also be talking about uh, Jedi Fallen Order getting its next-gen release, and Dying Light 2 got a weird teaser if you are here right now and you're not already subscribed be sure to do that oh i missed a coffee order yo thank you so much space stormy for ordering i appreciate you ordering some rageless roast thank you so much greatly appreciate that uh make sure if you're a new subscriber or a long-standing subscriber that bell button is set to all uh, we're in another, we're losing subs again. I think it's because people are slowly coming back and realizing that I am genuinely not covering Destiny. 
uh, and that is totally fine. Uh, we hate to see him go, but we think that the live format we have now, where we're no longer unlisting, we used to trim these four-hour streams down to 10 minutes and unlist the VOD. We're not doing that anymore, so if you miss the live show, you can always come back and re-watch. There'll be timestamps to get to the various segments and sections. I think they're solving a problem that they created to show they're listening to community, and that will be positive press for the new game. Sure, yes, because there are so many people worried about too many particle effects in Overwatch. That's why they that's why they stopped playing. You know, <clears throat> I, I come on. Come on. <laughs> come on, man. You I you do you work for Blizzard? Are you trying to put a positive spin on this? <laughs> uh Putting rages in the machine as we speak. It's so good, dude. It tastes so good. This format will grow much quicker. I think the change that we made is 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 working. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, when Go was released, entire teams just retired instead of switching to Go. Why? Well, but in this, I, I mean, I'm not. I don't think that's exactly what we're saying here. I I don't think. Um, I, I don't I don't think that their that their teams are saying they're done right. No, I'm saying they're doing a scummy thing. Oh, I am misreading. Oh, you're saying that they're gonna try to flip it into positive press. You're not saying it's positive press. I was just joshing you knights. I misunderstood what you were saying. Rage's roast is good as keto coffee. I don't know anything about keto, so I, I that's not a I can't I can't I can't rubber stamp what you just said. I tune to see Lono's rage at bad games and funny scripts, funny screenshots. Pretty much, that's yeah, that's what you're here for. That's right. Yo, what's good, Light Leap? And the occasional gratification of him saying my name or getting my children to draw you pictures. That's right. I'm saying games evolve. Right. Right. Games evolve, and so do businesses. And like I said, in my example, if I had a symbiotic relationship with you, and you were bringing your ships down the canal and docking at my six docks, and I closed one of them, and you had structured your business around the understanding that there would be six docks at this particular place... It would hurt your business. It would hurt your plans and strategies. And you would understandably be upset. Right? Like, n- no one is saying they, they they have no right or they need to reverse it. I mean, I'm sure there are some teams that are saying that. Like, they should reverse it. They should go back, blah, blah, blah. It's already ground raging snake because it's a lot easier to sell pre-ground coffee. Not everybody can grind it up. Um, and when we order it, we order like 500 some bags at a time. And I cannot order like, can you give me 300 ground and 200 not? Like, I can't do that. So it'll, it's always going to be pre-ground for the foreseeable future. I love the t-shirt. My favorite cartoon of all time. Thundercats Ho. Yes, if you want to get this shirt, use the shirt command. This came from 80s Tees. I'm, almost, I'm pretty much always wearing a shirt from 80s Tees. Make sure and use code LONO. You will get 30% off anything you order over there, and that does support me. From a team's perspective, one less player that has to play, but it one less player they have to pay. Well, right, but 
When I, but again, but again, it, it, it is. This is happening, right? Th- this is happening as a part of because if silence, like it's evolution. The game's evolving. Okay, okay, you're right. And evolution's painful, you know. Evolving and growth, uh, is is painful. You know what I mean? This sincerely of Lono aggravated at a game telling you something I told you 30 seconds ago. What'd you tell me 30 seconds ago? I don't understand. I, I try to read chat as best I can. Everybody always wants like a ribbon. Everybody wants a ribbon. What did you try and tell me 30 seconds ago, James? I'm scrolling up. I don't understand. <clears throat> the entire game has now been balanced around fives. Oh, right. I'm sure they won't walk it back, right? How close to, to Christmas will the Frickmas blend be coming out? I can't even give you a prediction, homie. I can't. I don't know. Because they're, um, they're, yeah. I'm talking about Biomutant. What did you try and tell me about Biomutant? That it wasn't going to be good. I mean, look, all morning I had people coming in and tell me yesterday that it was that it was getting bad reviews and it wasn't good. Obviously, I'm going to see it for myself. What was I supposed to be like? Okay, cool, not playing it. <laughs> you know, imagine you grind your butt off, you make a pro team, you get signed, you practice and scrimmage with your new teammates, and then one of your guys gets cut. Oh yeah, it's understandably very frustrating for people. It's like. Either their job's in jeopardy, or their team's strength is uh, is 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 under threat. Now they got to completely restructure and re-strategize. Right? There's good with the bad. There's good with the bad here. This might open up the runway for other teams to rise and really get hungry and get after it. Because the new the new maps, the new design, the new all of the as Eugene is saying, the entire game is going to be balanced around five. So everything, right, is going to change. 80s T sent me a catalog. Very awesome. Well, they must really like you, Sandy. You've been ordering a lot of shirts. <laughs> They're like, you're one of our biggest purchasers. Here's a here's a magazine. Here's a catalog that is. As like my mom used to get the JC Penny catalog. I can't see companies doing that that often anymore. It's got to be expensive. All those pages, all that shipping is heavy. You know what I mean? Just look at the game that should not be named maps were made for fours they decide to go back to sixes and it's a it's a crap show no matter how that yeah 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 yep yeah you can't just walk it back yeah i can't see them walking this back eugene i was just thinking what if this was all a ploy to be like well we'll upset everybody and then we'll walk it back and we'll look like heroes (laughs) You know, like, oh, okay, you guys don't like it. That's unlikely. That's unlikely. I mean, they're not bungee, so I don't I don't see them spilling milk and then wanting a parade for cleaning it up. This is most definitely not going to get a walk back. Um, there may be some classic 6v6 modes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the IKEA catalog is the new JCPenney catalog. Oh, does IKEA do a catalog? I cannot imagine the money spent on that now has got to be significantly lower as parts of their budgets. You know what I'm saying? I can't see. I can't see them wanting to do that. Biomutants dope to me. 
I mean, I was worried about Biomutant before it came out, James. I mean, if you were here for any of my Biomutant coverage, I continued to tell people that I was concerned. I was like, I don't know, I've got lingering concerns about the combat being frivolous and kind of throwaway. And that's exactly what it is. Now, I was concerned about it being like super easy button mashy. So I was in the wrong lane, but my concern was rooted in the right observation. It was like, "Ah, something's off with that combat. I thought it was going to be simple throwaway, not challenging, not serious, like button mash. That's not the case at all. It's not button mash. It's actually quite complicated. And it's, you take a ton of damage because it's called... Help me out! Help me out on this distorted and uh, and ashen. What are the two differences here? There's what? There's button Q, and then what's the other one? If I can always hit parry, block, or dodge and disrupt what I'm doing, what's that called versus bio mutant? Bio mutant's like no, you hit X X X Y, you're you're locked in. You can't disrupt it. You're doing it. You're not stopping this. You're not stopping this train. You know? It's like, it's, no, not quick time events. No, no, no. Quick time events is when you're suddenly being asked to do something in a certain sequence and you're not really able to move around. Animation lock? Is that it? Animation lock? Somebody said it yesterday. They were like, it's a button cue. The buttons you press get put into a cue and you can't cancel it. Buttons sequencing? It's basically the difference between being able to animation cancel and being not able to animation cancel. And I'm here to tell you, when you cannot input queuing and canceling, yeah, when you're dealing with an input queue that you can't cancel, it freaking sucks. It is super frustrating. You take so much damage that you know is coming. You're like, oh, he's swinging. Yeah, I'd have blocked that. I'd have dodged. I'd have done something, but I'd already input my combo. <laughs> it's like we're getting hit. <laughs> here it, here it comes. Oh, it's freaking horrible. Godfall is the same way. You can't cancel. I don't understand. Why would you do that in the Souls games? If you double swing an attack button, you get stuck in the second attack. Yeah, but I mean, Souls games are a little bit different, aren't they? I thought you could still roll out of that. When you press XXY and suddenly the enemy starts attacking and you need a GTFO before the Y goes off, yeah, I think that's canceling. Right. Yeah, it, it, it's like, well, I'm getting I'm getting hit. Did my coffee order come through? It did, Space Stormy. I got the email. Thank you. I didn't, I didn't shout you out when it first happened because I get an email about it. And I greatly appreciate that. You're the first coffee order of the day. Congratulations. Thank you. You can cancel with roll? Yeah, I never felt like I got stuck in animations in the Souls games that I played. Yeah, and the combat's a lot slower. You kind of learn the rhythm, right? You learn the rhythm. You know when not to commit. You know, you know when you're getting greedy and then you get your head taken off in a Souls game. This game, you're like, I'm going to get hit. I I can't stop this from happening. I see it coming. I do. I see it coming, and I can't stop it. There's no no animation cancel. That's definitely not Devil May Cry combat then, because that combat's fluid AF, and button canceling is a big part of that. 
I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, Legend, it is so frustrating. There is nothing more frustrating than being aware and observant enough to know I need to block, parry, or dodge right now, and I can't. I can't do it. It seems more reliant on parry and discourages dodge. Well, yeah, it seems like you're supposed to play passive and wait, because if you parry, then they're stunned, then you can knock them into the air. Let me tell you, that is so weird playing that way too. You're like standing there waiting. You're like, all right, attack me. Okay, attack me. Parry, attack, attack, LB to launch them in the air, and now I can just beat the snot out of them. It's, I'm telling you, it's, it's super odd. The combat is super odd in Biomutant. It does, it's like, it's like they borrowed from eight games and they're like, just put it all in a blender and it'll spit out on the other side. Uh, it's like old Assassin's Creed combat. I don't remember if old Assassin's Creed combat is like that. I remember Assassin's Creed combat being reminiscent of Batman, which means whoop whoop, somebody's gonna hit you, press a button to counter. When I learned that I could do that in Batman, it was like my mind was blown. They teach you that no matter what, when this little ding-ding goes off, you hit this button, and Batman's going to turn around and grab that dude's fist and break his elbow. I was like, this is awesome. This is the greatest thing ever. You know? I loved it. I absolutely, I fell in love with that. I was like, oh, this is so good. Now, obviously, it gets very sort of meme-ish. Like, you can just jump into a pile of baddies and never take a single hit if you're really good. There were there were some challenges in Batman Arkham Knight where you cannot get hit, and I did them. And man, is that satisfying. Uh, that's actually really satisfying because near the end, you got to do, like, your cape on the, the guys with the shield. you got to do the thing where you, like, run up and stomp on their shield because if not, you're going to punch them and then you're, they're going to hit you because you can't punch them. You can't just hit them normal. I'm in the minority here, I'm sure, but I love games you can't cancel in. It forces you to think and be intentional in your choices and eliminate things like jump, slide, and reload cancels, which more times than not leads to the game being played in a way that wasn't intended. Well, then play Biomutant and tell me that, creature, because I don't think you will. The combat's not built for that. If it's a one-on-one fight, you're right. When I got five guys hitting me, shooting me, stabbing me. No way. I need to get the frick out of dodge at the last second if I need to. There's too many There's too many potential points of damage. I have not yet played a fight where I feel like I finessed anything. I'm like, I'm just face tanking. I'm getting shot, slapped, stabbed, hit, smacked. Ah, it is awful. No, he was watching yesterday. Sounds crazy, but there's a tutorial in Mortal Kombat 11, and a couple of sections helped me so well. I was able to transfer it to most combat-based games. Well, yeah, the, the, if you... Games can be a catalyst to other games. So, Jedi Fallen Order was a catalyst for me into Sekiro. Now, I didn't beat Sekiro. I tapped out. I don't have the endurance for it, right? I'm getting better at those style of games. I still struggle with endurance, right? I, I just... I do. I can play for two or three hours and people are like, you're actually doing very well for a first time player. You know, people are like, you're doing better than I did. And then I tap out. I'm like, I, I, I have the raw skill and ability. I don't have the endurance. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it would be like having a guy you can throw on a soccer field and he's got raw ability. He can, he can juggle. He can, he can kick. He can do all these things. But after like 10 minutes, he's gassing. He can't go the distance. He has no endurance. 
That's me. That's me. I jump into those games. I got the raw skill and the ability. I'm decent enough. I've got the building blocks to become a good player, and I tap the frick out. I'm like, I can't freaking do this. My brain betrays me. I get too aggravated. You know? <laughs> Five guys stabbing at me. Yeah, that's right. It's the title of your... Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and so a game can be a catalyst. And so for me the catalyst was for me was the Batman games and then I got into Assassin's Creed games and then I loved Spider-Man and then I loved God of War like opened up all these other opportunities and the funny thing is I go back now and play games like God of War and I up the difficulty and I am way better at that game than I would have been back when I first played it why? well I played Demon Souls Dark Souls and Sekiro and got my frigging teeth knocked out you know the Arkham games went full Pavlov's dog on us. Like anytime I hear a sound, I hit that button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got it got a little. It did. It, it did. Gilly and I feel like that was one of the things they actually did a good job with in Batman Arkham Knight. There were too many different enemy types. You couldn't just jump into a pit of fifteen dudes and just be like, I'm just gonna hit the Y button every once in a while and I'm gonna counter. Nah, there were too many guys. You had guys with shields, you had guys with shock sticks, you had guys with guns, you had guys... There was too much variety to do that. And it, sh- it ma- you really had to be Batman to beat some of those harder areas. I actually really appreciated that in Batman Arkham Knight. I was like, oh, you're actually, you know, stretching me as a player here. I used to just, you know, the first Batman, you, just, you jump in the ring, you're like, frick all of you. You're like, bring it, come on bring it. It was that way in one of the Assassin's Creeds. I remember, I would just stab somebody in the open street and be like, you ain't gonna freaking touch me. You're never gonna put a scratch on me. You know? And 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 it was it was true. The gibberish in Biomutant was pretty painful. I mean, listen, I understand having a smaller budget. I get it. They have like one voice actor that they paid. Okay. I, that's fine. I, I, I don't want to be mean. I, I don't I don't want to beat up the game and, and be nasty about it. I don't. But it's like, my gosh, did nobody play the first hour of this and not say, do you think we could streamline the narration and the dialogue? You think we could make that a little bit better? You know? God of War, the Valkyrie on hard mode. I die like a thousand times. Well, no, 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 no. I didn't go play a Valkyrie on hard mode. All right, my, my cojones aren't that big yet, all right? The knives were always my biggest problem in the Batman games. Yeah, because they come up and give you, like, a quick jab that you're not ready for. Their fighting rhythms were different. My favorite moments in Arkham games is taking down a crowd of 20 basic dudes and just comboing the living crap out of them. I mean, that's there for a reason, right? That's there for a reason, they want you to do that. They want you to rack up, you know, combo number 81, 82, 83, 84, 85. Like, they want to see that number go up, but not all the time. Like, every encounter can't be Batman strutting into a room being like, what's up, punks? And then, like, walks out, everyone's bleeding, and it's like a 112-hit combo, and you're like, nobody touched me. Like, that starts to get a little silly. It's good. It's good at times, but you can't have every level like that. It starts to become throwaway. Yeah, the AC games are known for this. This is why I loved Origins and I loved Odyssey. I didn't finish Odyssey. I love what they did with the combat in Odyssey. It was 
beefy and weighty and like heavy and there were like moves that you had to do I loved it I was like this is such a fresh take it's not just go into a room stab one guy and then laugh at everybody else trying to hit you you have like the the unpenetrable counter button like counter whoa 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 counter slice 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 what are y'all up to counter like yeah 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 you you gotta you gotta tone that down sometimes because and and this is this is one of the things in games i think is truly the single most difficult thing to do right if you're not from software and you don't have this weird cult following of like crazy people that love games like that if you're trying to make video games for the general public how do you make a game that genuinely challenges the player and they feel like they're overcoming something without absolutely breaking their teeth in like that delicate line of being like whoo that was a good fight holy moly that was fun and in in and then there's this tipping point of jamie frick i can't beat it like there's this tipping is this there's like this tightrope you know unless it's a souls game they're like frick you it's hard like we what do you want us to do we don't care about you you know what i mean oh you get to see your kid on the sonogram today angry reaper congrats man that's a fun moment you feel that you hear that little i feel like it sounds like a washing machine when you finally hear their heartbeat sounds like a little tiny washing machine you know i love i love that Combat variety is what made the normal crowd so much better. Shut off Batman's skills against normal thugs. How powerful all the other enemies were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, started Origins. I think I'm in a better place to really play it now. Love the gore. Yeah, yeah. Origins is awesome. Uh, Bayek is my favorite. I, I know people don't like hearing this, but I like him more than, uh, than um, Ezio. I do, I do. I know that's like that's like I'm 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 preaching an anti Assassin's Creed gospel, but I like Bayek more than Ezio. I just loved him. I loved the story. I loved his his look and his beard and his oh his outfits. Oh, he was awesome. Yo, what's good, Hellfire? Yeah, we're good, man. We're good. We're chilling. Hey, if you're new and enjoying the conversation, everything's on the table for us to talk about. Biomutant first impressions. Overwatch is getting backlash for switching to 5v5. Jedi Fallen Order's got a next-gen release looking like it's slated for next month in June. And Dying Light 2 is uh, a weird teaser. You're, you're, yeah, 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 I know, I know. I'm making people mad with that comment. Look, I'm allowed to love what I love and like what I like. And I just, I thought, I liked Bayek. I liked him. I thought he was, I liked him more than uh, Ezio. I just like to talk and chill. Lono, it's different. Yeah, we've we've straight up moved away from, from hyper, like, hyper-structured and scheduled. You're going to play Hired Gun on the first? Oh yeah, that game looked tight. What I think you put that in the Discord, didn't you, Hilly? If you guys are new, smash that like button. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, consider doing that. Um, also, you can support me directly by clicking the join button or using the join command. We have five tiers of paid membership. Um, we've already gotten a couple of new subs this morning. So welcome, new subs. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. We basically do a talk show Monday through Friday with various topics and segments. I, some of the segments I actually take a moment to like write down the timestamp for, and we break it down. Um, so we definitely do that sometimes. 
we have gotten uh, 11% of the people that have been here today came from suggested, 8% came from YouTube search. So thank you so much for being here. Those of you that clicked on it, uh, if you clicked on the video from one of those sources, we appreciate it. Over 100 of you have notifications that you showed up this morning. And so we thank you for keeping those notifications on and showing up to the stream and showing up to the uh, the daily show uh, loyally. We appreciate that very, very much. Game looks tight. Word up, man. Oh, shut up, Eugene. I can use words like that sometimes. You sound like a guy on Screen Rant Pitch Meetings when you called Hired Gun tight. Why do it look tight? Well, come on. I am not that old yet. I can say things like tight. Throw a cowabunga in there. Oh, shut the frick up. Tight is not... No, no. Tight is not as old as like cowabunga, gnarly. I'm not saying psych. I'm not saying rad. Although we have rad. She's, she's here. Well, sometimes. I didn't say that it was lit or litty. I said it was tight. I say tight. Come on. What? What's his name? What's his name in uh, in Breaking Bad? The guy, Tuco. When Tuco like does the drugs off the blade, he's like tight, 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 tight. <laughs> oh man, that guy's a madman. He is a freaking madman. Tight's like 20 years old. Oh, sh- whatever. Whatever. No, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back then. No, that's fine. Tight. I'm going to say it more now. I'm going to say it more now because frick you, Eugene. I'm saying it more. Lit's more recent than tight. Yeah, but lit's like, that's not, that's not my crowd. Yeah, it was lit, bruh. <laughs> tight was popular when I was in high school. 20 years ago. Are you also wearing Jankos? I did wear Jankos. I'll have you know. Boomer? Boomers didn't say tight. Boomers got angry at people who said tight. The frick are you saying to me? Do you know what is the worst? Let me tell you what is the worst about being 39 going on 40. I gotta listen to you young heads and you fricks call me a boomer. And then I got to listen to these old grizzly grump heads call me a millennial. I get it from both ends. Title of your six. I get it from both generations. Frick both of you. If you're old and you call me a millennial, frick you. If you're young and you call me a boomer, frick you. Frick all of you. <laughs> I get it from both generations. And you're both ridiculously inaccurate. I'm barely a millennial. I'm not even close to being a boomer. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even close to being a boomer. Do you understand? Boomer comes from baby boomer. Do you know the dates and the ages of actual genuine baby boomers? They're old. They're barely getting around. Right? This is not tight. <laughs> this is not tight. Freaking stupid. I respect your opinion. It's tight. <laughs> After that whole rant. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Someone get him his prune juice. Oh, shut up. I'm 36. We're the same generation. 
I'm telling you, the older you are in that bracket of millennial, Eugene, the more I'm annoyed with millennials. I'm like, I am not from your group. I'm not. This safe space, like, freaking self-esteem, soft crap. I am not from that generation. Get the frick off my lawn. I've got just enough of my dad's work ethic and, like, old man grit. I got just enough of that to just uh, be annoyed with millennials, right? It's like I'm a grumpy millennial. It's like, just shut the frick up and go to work. Just shut up. No one cares about your your tea that you're drinking or the, 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 the fact that you can't get your vegan meat at the grocery store. Just shut the frick up. Get off my lawn. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel. As an old millennial, being an old millennial is honestly the worst place to be because you get pulled into all that crap. Like, well, you're a millennial. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm old enough to have a good work ethic, so I can't be a millennial. (laughs) I'm old enough. I come from an old enough generation to have a good work ethic, so I can't be a millennial. I can't. They called us Xennials not too long ago. Yeah, we're Gen X, man. The Letterman jackets of my high school had zero zero on it, man. I graduated in 2000. I got out of the public education system before they treated children like fragile pieces of snow. Like, oh, you can't fail anybody and everybody gets a trophy. And then all those idiots graduated and got to college and ruined the higher education landscape. It's ridiculous freaking awful (laughs) old enough to have grown up with tech not old enough to always have had a cell phone yeah that's right we went through the metamorphosis I'm old enough to have an original Nintendo so I'm old enough to appreciate video games and not expect them that's right Y2K boomer (laughs) I graduated in 2002 high five that's right that chimp's alright high five high five that's right <clears throat> oh man yo good morning still snazzy you're in the same boat 35 I'm telling you the further you go down in the boomer spectrum not the boomer spectrum sorry the further you go down in the millennial spectrum the worse it gets the worse it gets it's like how are you considered part of my generation like how where did you come from sounds like a boomer rant <laughs> I don't know, Lona, you sound like a boomer to me. <laughs> You're awfully grumpy and scoldy. You know what? I would rather, I would honestly rather you, that, that's how insulting millennial is. I'd rather you call me a boomer. I'd rather get grumpy old men jokes than millennial jokes. I'm not kidding you. One is way less insulting to me as a man, as a husband, and as a hardworking individual. I'm like, I'd rather you call me a boomer. I'm serious. You call me a millennial. Those, those are fighting words. You shut the frick up. Heck no. Uh, it's definitely Gen X rant. I would know. Right, Mike knows. 30 gets it. 30 knows. We're not millennials. We're not. All the millennial cliches don't apply. They don't. They do not apply. You call me a boomer all you want. If I got to pick between boomer and millennial, you call me a boomer. I will take that. You make jokes about my back and my false teeth, which that isn't going to land. 
Because I'm I'm fine in those departments for now. Although I am wearing a heart monitor. (laughs) I am wearing a heart monitor. I am. You can see the sticker right there. I am wearing a heart monitor. I got to wear it until Saturday morning. I got to figure out why I'm getting palpitations tonight. You know, it's funny. I've been wearing the dadgum thing for two weeks and it's happened like twice. I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. It was happening like every night. Now, I I did. I started the um, magnesium supplements and I increased them around the time I started wearing this. I think that's what helped. You know what I mean? Gray hairs in the beard. If you think gray hair in my beard or my hair is a problem, you don't understand how much I want that. When people are commenting on my gray hair in my videos, my shorts, oh, I love that. You might as well tell me I'm hot. I will freaking take that. Because I got news for you. This beard and this hair with a little salt and pepper, oh, it'll play. It'll play. It'll play. It's my long con. I'll get that salt and pepper look, and then I'll finally get Jason Momoa's attention. Yeah, I take blood pressure medication. You give me that salt and pepper, dude. You gotta, I want it. I want it. <clears throat> you need a 55 plus multivitam? I'm not even 40 yet. I'm going to be 40 this year. I'm supposed to be taking a 55 multivitamin? What do you mean talking about? The only back issues you have is how short your back is. That's not even a short joke. What? Is, that's not even a joke. That doesn't even make any sense. My end game is salt and pepper. That's right. That's right. I'm going to look in the mirror one day and have white streaks, you know, some white in here. And I'm going to look at my wife and I'm be like, we're in the end game now. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Like, I'm telling you, I've always wanted that. I was, I was, I, I did, I did the, the hosting uh, at E3 in 2019. And we went to some esports award ceremony and they recognized DJ Wheat. And they showed footage of him from whenever he started to now. And I was like, how in the frick did you age this well? You you have aged like wine, right? He's doing a long hair thing now. I don't think it's a good look for him. But I was like, man, that salt and pepper is just... I'll say it. I'll say it. I can say it one man to another. I'm like, it's sexy. You are... Uh, you got to look. I was very, very jealous. I was like, man, I can't wait to have that. It just looks so good, you know? Gray is wonderful. Thank you, Snow. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, I love Hub's beard, salt and pepper tastiness. I don't know why you're adding tastiness. That's between you and Hex. That's between you and Hex. But, yes, salt and pepper, man. I'm telling you what. It's just a little seasoning on there. It's like, yeah, that guy's been around for a while. He's... We, you can you can trust what he has to say. <laughs> you can trust what he has to say. Yeah. Is that thing on your chest where when you fall and you can't get up? No, I have a life alert. I have a life alert right here. This is a portable uh <laughs> it says it says SOS on it. I'm not kidding you. It says SOS on it. Um the the username, ironically enough, I'm having chest pain, sent me an old man doorbell, so it's plugged up, it's plugged in the kitchen upstairs. I never use it. I never use it. Negan has a nice salt and pepper going. Oh, you Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Now there, that's a that's a look. Whew, that's a look. That is it. I know. Is the boomer still talking? What do you mean is the boomer still talking? Wait, what do you mean? I haven't gotten off the mic yet. 
You want to look like that in 30 years? Check Discord Live. No, I don't want to look like that exactly. That is a good look, though. That is a good look. How's Biomutant about to play it in your uh, opinion so far? Um, Biomutant is rough. It's rough. It starts slow. Um, What's supposed to be the most satisfying part of the game, I I don't think is that satisfying. The combat, um, you know, it's, um, I don't know. Here I am bench pressing and I hear my name and snows. I mean, she's talking about your salt and pepper tastiness. I don't know. She said something about me being a 10 out of 10 stud. It's not, I can't find it in chat, but she said something about that, Hex. I don't know why she's saying these sorts of things. You know, there's people around, but, you know, she mentioned your, (laughs) she mentioned your salt and pepper tastiness, and then she, she told me I was, I was a knockout, you know, so I, it, it was, you know, I like, I like a compliment. I do. I do. I do. I I just, I think she went a little too far. (laughs) No, no, no. She just said the thing about your tastiness. That's all. That's all. From experience, I'll tell you that salt and pepper brings all the girls to the yard. I don't need all the girls to come to the yard. I need them to get off my yard. When the frick? I don't want that. My yard is already patchy and has freaking clover in it, dad gummit. I you know, I have I have fully embraced being a, a dad, a dad homeowner. I walk outside. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I do this and I'm just like, I'm just owning it. I'm owning it. I'm, I'm, I'm in that mode and I'm owning it. I'm not going to fight it. I am not going to resist. I go outside. I kind of like hand on my hips. I look at the yard. Just kind of like let out a sigh. Does your dad ever do that? You know, dads are just kind of like, they just sigh because it's not worth it. It takes too much energy to voice the complaint. I just kind of let out a little sigh. You know, kids are kids are digging behind their little their little playground house park. You got a this a random hole. I got clover everywhere. It's like where's my good lawn that I moved into a year ago? I gotta take care of this freaking thing. You know, no, I don't go robing coffee. I don't do that. No, no, I don't go robing coffee. That's a little too. That's a little too sitcom. You know, that's a little too sitcom. But I'm just like, what the, f- what happened? Duh, this yard, man, it's just a freaking, just, uh, you know, just got here. I love when Grandpa Lono complains about the generations. <laughs> uh, that's right, that's right. You haven't earned that right? You don't mow your yard? What? I don't need to mow my yard to be annoyed by all the clover. I could pay somebody to treat it and then aerate it and get it nice and thick and lush. I could pay for all that. What is, is so somebody with a good lawn and good grass, they did that themselves? You you find me. You find me that guy and he literally runs a tree nursery probably. The average dude right now, you walk past his yard and if it looks stellar, if it looks like a thick grass from like a movie set he paid for that crap he didn't do well you think mowing the lawn makes it look like that no they paid for that they pay to get it treated they pay to get rid of the clover then they aerate it and then it's nice and thick and then they just mow it congratulations you pushed a mower for an hour let me go get this weird proverbial man card for you congrats 
What a feat. What a feat that was. You paid for a machine to get pushed by you that you put gas into. Shut the frick up. I don't need to mow my lawn. I don't have time for that. I don't. The only time I'd be able to do it was on a weekend. I'm hanging out with my kids. Get out of here. It's called overseeding. What do you mean overseeding? You can't just overseed to get rid of clover. It takes, you got to treat it because you got to kill it first. They rolled that grass out like carpet. We walked through our neighborhood, and I'm telling you what, I'm like, how the frick do they get their lawn to look like that? It looks fake. It looks fake. The Our favorite house, we have a house that has, like, the perfect grass. He was out mowing his lawn, and I almost asked him. I was like, dude, how did you pull this off? This doesn't look real. What the frick is this? Just buy turf, it looks like grass? That's right, that's right. <laughs> that's right weed and fees and overseed Ugh. well yeah you gotta get rid of the stuff first you can't just start seeding it all fake grass is just overseed you remove and treat them overseed huh I used to keep a beautiful yard I took care of it it's work man it's work you know you're a responsible adult when you admire grass Oh, I'm telling you what, man. You walk past a yard and you're like, now that, that's a that's some grass right there. You know? Local dads gather in the yard to admire landscaping. I told you, I'm just embracing it. I don't care. I don't care. I can tell you what someone's grilling. I, I can do that now. I walk through, I'm like, mm, yeah, that's barbecue. Definitely chicken. Mm, at least four thighs. Mm, that's good. That's good. What's that? There's a hint of mm, maybe some potato skins? <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> I can do it, dude. I can do it. You know what the smell of grill is, right? I call it I call it suburban incense. It's so good. There's nothing better than walking through suburbia and just smelling grill. Oh, suburban incense, baby. If you could give me incense that smelled like that and you called it that, that's a million dollar idea. <laughs> Candles or incense that smell like someone's grilling out. Now that I would light and put in my house. I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, mm, what's that? Oh, Hank's smoking. <laughs> Hank's smoking a brisket tonight. I can smell it. <laughs> uh, seeding can choke out the weeds. Oh, can it? Our, the guy who used to do our lawn, he said aerating can help too, whatever. They're like drill all the holes and then they do all the overseeding and like it makes like the grassroots real thick so weeds can't get a foothold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just killed a portion. Gonna take two or three years to prepare it. Ugh. We had a driveway redone in stone. Morning after it was done, there was an entire group of dads having their coffee in my driveway looking at it. <laughs> There you go. There you go. They were doing the sprays in our neighborhood where they spray it with like the black top stuff. It's like a sealant thing. They did that before winter. We we missed the window. We missed the window. Yes, I will be playing Biomutant again today. If you're here, ordinarily we're not talking about lawn care and grass and grilling out, although I am a dad, so that comes up. Um, we will be doing more Biomutant this afternoon, okay? We will. This afternoon, 
more Biomutant. I will be giving you my official written review, first impressions. It's kind of like a before you buy. So if you're here for that, stick around for that. We may do a poll here in a moment. We were debating, you know, Overwatch had its backlash of going 5v5. Dying Light had a weird teaser. Jedi Fallen Order is getting next-gen release, looking like next month. So all these things are on the table if you want to talk about them or debate them. Um, You know, we could do a Biomutant one. We could do a Biomutant poll. Let's see here. Um, Biomutant gameplay. After seeing it and reading reviews, are you... uh, Let's see. Are you still planning on buying it? Why or why not? And then we need the live... Uh, oh, that's freaking awful. Okay. Okay. Live. And then we'll do yes or no. All right. I want to know. Biomutant gameplay. After seeing it and reading reviews, are you still planning on buying it? Why or why not? All right. That's your poll for the day. Um, again, if you're like, well, I wasn't planning on buying it to begin with. Well, then go vote no and tell me that. I want to know. I'm curious. I'm curious. You guys can watch. Uh, you guys can use the poll command right now uh, if you want to weigh in on that. That'll be a part of the discussion. So when I come over here to this, uh, this will be the introduction to my review about the game. Uh, and again, we will be playing it this 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 afternoon. I want to give it a fair shake. It's called seal coating. We did it a couple of times, and I did maintenance for my apartment complex. All I got to say is, True Green Lawn Care is fantastic. In the couple years my dad had it. The grass was a nice dark green and had no uh, weeks of weeds or dandelions. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Children's needing attention. Have a good one, Lono. Send love to Madam. All right, Snow. I'll let her know. I'll let her know. Have a good one. Hey, Sally, renewing that membership. Thank you so much for doing that, Sally. That is a purple badge for you. Thank you guys for the strong turnout today. A uh, lot of new folks poking their head in the chat. A lot of new folks hitting subscribe. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. We're a Monday through Friday live show, okay? Also, Monday through Friday, gameplay in the afternoons. So in the morning in this time frame, uh, it's like 10 a.m. Eastern right now for me, uh, we do this. It's a safe-for-work broadcast, so you can sub in confidence and you can be here every day and not worry about the kind of language that I'm going to use. Um, obviously, we can make like little jokes here and there. But generally, you know, I'm not sitting here swearing up a storm. So a lot of people treat me like a gaming radio show. They throw me on in the background. So make sure you're subscribed. Uh, if you're periodically here or infrequently here or try to be here every day, um, make sure that your, uh, your bell is set to all. The notification bell on YouTube is getting fiddled with again. It's getting set to like personalized or off. So always check that. And we are doing gameplay here. For those of you that enjoy this broadcast, we were for a while there trimming down the four hours to a 10 minute thing and unlisting the past broadcast. We are not doing that anymore. Uh, That was confusing our audience in a pretty significant way and it was hurting the channel. We have already bounced back significantly after making that change. Um... So we are we are very very happy. Um, we are very very happy that uh, th- people are, are are responding positively uh, to that change. So thank you. 
okay. We stopped using all pesticides and chemicals on our lawn. It's so hard to keep the weeds off now. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, my daughter likes the clover. She's like, oh, cause the bunnies eat it. I'm like, oh golly, geez. Like, <laughs> she's like, I'm like, we got to get rid of this clover. She's like, I like the clover, Papa. I'm like, why? She's like, cause little buns come and eat it in their little mouths. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, come on, bunnies, you know, get out of here. I don't like all the honeybees, man. I'm worried y'all are going to step on one out here in your bare feet, you know? My kids my kids are... You got to, like, constantly stay on them to keep their shoes on. Like, keep your shoes on. The weather is warm. The bees are out. Put your freaking shoes on, man. You're going to step on a bee. And then I'm going to have to hear about it, you know? <clears throat> It's not the weirdest thing I've seen. Oh, yeah, the candle, the grill candle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, the bunny getting shot in Last of Us. Yeah. You know what's crazy is? I hosted with her and didn't even know that that was her from the meme. I didn't even know that was her from the meme. <laughs> uh, Nagorix. She's really cool. Well, we don't really converse anymore. She's like insta blocked me last summer. You gotta let the kids make mistakes so they turn out they don't turn out like our, your generation. Well, I mean, allowing children to make mistakes is fine. Allowing them to run around in bare feet and step on a bee is not exactly what uh, what I'm what I'm going for. They can learn life lessons in other in other departments. We let them do stuff. We are not helicopter parents. We're like, my wife's big thing is tell them to pay attention don't tell them to be careful she's like if you tell them to be careful you're 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 ingraining them with the idea that like everything they're doing and the world and everything around them is dangerous i'm like well it kind of is <laughs> she's like no tell them to tell them to pay attention i'm like okay okay I'll, I'll do that and they are they're pretty fearless they'll they'll climb fences and trees and they'll do stuff and i'm always thinking oh they're gonna fall down and then i'm like well if they do they do you know All this lawn talk made me think of Hank Hill. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, let's check on the poll. Let's check on the poll. I want to see what the initial results are. If you guys haven't taken it yet, uh, head over there and take it. What do we got here? Uh, not quite 100 votes yet. And uh, it's, not, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. This is not a strong start. So Biomutant Gameplay, after seeing it and reading reviews, are you still planning on buying it? Why or why not? And then there's a link there to come back to the live stream after you voted. Um, go ahead and cast your vote. Stepping on a bee is not that bad. Just clean the feet and the grass. Clearly not saying it from experience. <laughs> so th- my kids do this thing where like everything is is uh, is extremely dramatized with the slightest bit of pain. Um, and so we've learned to... It's difficult because sometimes a kid really is hurt. There were friends of ours where their son, every time he got hurt, it was this big production and they just got so tired of it. They're like, you're fine. Would you just stop it? Right? A lot of it was, you know, the, I want to get my my siblings in trouble. So I'm going to act like I got stabbed because they poked me with their finger. Right? They just got tired of it. 
Well, the one day he fell down and he hurt his arm. And they were like, just no, we're not doing this. And then later that evening, they were giving him a bath. And they were like, um, <laughs> we think your wrist is broken. And it was. And uh, so thankfully, you know, it had only been a couple of hours. <laughs> It had only been a couple of hours. So we're kind of trying to thread that needle with our kids. We're like, you're not hurt. You come on. You're fine. You know, and then other times you have to like make sure like, okay, well, you know, squeeze the bone and make sure it's intact. (laughs) Give a little squeeze, you know, make sure it ain't cracked. You know, only a few hours. Yeah, yeah, only a few hours. Listen, it was a valuable lesson. Don't cry wolf. If you want me to take it seriously when you're hurt, then don't act like your brother bumping into you is, is is, he hit you with an axe. Like, you gotta choose. You gotta pick and you gotta choose when you're gonna, when you're gonna throw that flag on the play. Because eventually I'm gonna be like, would you just shut the frick up? Like, come on. You're fine. It was a light tap. I saw him do it. You're acting like he hit you with a baseball bat. Like, chill out. Right? And I'll catch him sometimes, and I'll get on him. I'm like, dude, come on. You can't be hitting that hard. My son, we're wrestling. Boy, oh boy, he will crack off and fully, full arm swing. Wham! And hit me right on the back. And I tell him, I'm like, brother, you can't hit your friends that way. You're going to knock somebody out. I mean, he hits hard. I'm like, you can never play this way with your friends. I'm going to get a phone call. You're going to knock somebody's teeth out. You know what I'm saying? He's like, okay, okay. I was like, you got to be gentle. You got to be gentle with your friends. You know, you're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to end up on a phone call. Me paying some kid's dental bill. Cause you, you got in a wrestling match and you couldn't hold back. You know, there it is. 112 votes on the poll. Um, I'm going to make you a deal. The person in chat with the username 999, you're not funny. And if you type those two things again, I'll just time you out because you're being annoying. Okay. You can continue to type the same awful, stupid joke over and over again. This is the acknowledgement you're getting. Shut up. Say something genuine or leave. There you go. There's your, there's your must needed acknowledgement you frick golly people like you are insufferable stop weren't you uh gentle with your friends stay dangerous <laughs> yeah just say my kid's stronger maybe try strength training <laughs> yeah look my kid's stronger than you're yeah you know what i mean you're just saying it to say at this point okay well it's enough is enough it, it, that was 20 minutes ago you know what I mean you're that guy's like hey you guys remember that you remember that you remember that 20 minutes ago that was pretty funny right right it's pretty funny did you guys hear what I said did you guys hear what I said yeah yeah it was in the car it was in the car we were yeah yeah when we were pulling out yeah we were at the drive-thru and I said no 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 oh yeah yeah no no I no, you didn't hear me. You guys were talking over me. I said, do you want fries with that? Did you, did you guys hear me say that? No, yeah, it was after. No? You didn't hear me? You guys didn't hear me say that? Oh, it was funny. What, I'll say it again. Oh, hang on. You guys, you want fries with that? And your friend's like, dude, would you shut up? <laughs> it was 20 minutes ago, bro. 
It was 20 minutes ago. We heard you. It wasn't funny. <laughs> Do you ever have that friend? That friend that's like trying to relive the moment? You're like, bro, the moment's passed. What are you doing? Why are you trying to rewind the clock? You didn't get the laugh. You didn't do it. It didn't work. <laughs> There's always that friend, dude. There's always that guy. It's like, man, I'm, you just got to let that one go, man. It's over. <laughs> uh, is this a review or what? Stop talking crap. WTF. It's super weird. So... You're on uh, YouTube. You seem really stupid, so I'm just going to try and assist you. Uh, being as dumb as you are, you need you need help. Like the the you are here, you know, sign in the mall. You probably have to look at it every time you go. Um, you're on YouTube, and you have clicked on my live stream. Okay, are you are you tracking with me? Are you still here? Hopefully, you didn't pass out. This is this is difficult. I know it's a lot of information to take in. Maybe have your mom uh, take notes for you. She's probably sitting next to you. You are in my stream, and it's it's so weird. I know this is this is probably really shocking and alarming uh, for your tiny brain. I uh, I just kind of do whatever I want. I uh, it's it's super weird. It's so odd that that's that's something that I do here. You know, it's really it's just such a it's such a weird it's such a weird approach to my channel and my live stream <laughs> and my content. It's just odd, you know? It's really odd that that's what I do. <laughs> because I gotta understand. <laughs> I don't understand. I barged in here, was rude, cussed at the cussed at the, the streamer, and uh he didn't do what I said. <laughs> Why is Trash Parrot not working? Oh, it's doing that weird thing again. Remember when you would hit tab and it would like add an underscore? Is that back? I don't, yeah, I don't know. It worked for me. It worked for me. There was a time where it was doing it. Uh, there was a time where it was doing that. It was like adding an underscore to the front of the emotes and they weren't working. <laughs> Nobody does it better. It makes me still feel sad for the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Butters. Did your did your membership run out? Did you? Can you walk me through that again? <laughs> you always have to wonder, like, what do they think is going to happen? You know, I always want to analyze their thought process, but it's like, why bother? You know, you'd get you'd get more <laughs> you'd get more of an intelligent observation, like studying a worm on the ground. Like, well, look at it, it's going left. <laughs> it's like. So you come in here and you think, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell the streamer to shut the F up and talk about what I want to talk about. And 10 out of 10 times, it doesn't work. You know, I get banned. I get timed out. You know, I I, I get told to be quiet. You know, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going to try again today. <laughs> I'm going to try again today. <laughs> like he wakes up you know he's like wakes up in his bed he's like all right it's back to youtube i go <laughs> let's see let's see if i can get this to work <laughs> it's 
it works 20% of the time if they aren't rude. Well, I'm sure. Wait, why do you have a figure? Why do you have 20%, Robert? Did have you? <laughs> Robert's like, well, listen, according to my research, 20% of the time, if you're not rude, it actually works. I, um, I, I've said too much. And he puts down the research project. <laughs> Robert's like, ah, oh, shoot, I gave myself away. Yeah, I do that. I, uh, I barge into streams on YouTube and I, I tell the YouTuber to talk about what I want him to talk about. And it actually works sometimes. <laughs> no, I'll be playing more Biomutant today, Wheezy. I want to give it one more shot. We've finally gotten to where it's like, all right, go do whatever you want. And we're just going to kind of, we didn't really mess with the crafting. Uh, we we want to we want to give it a fair shake. I don't think my opinion's going to change that much, Wheeze. I don't think so. But I don't want anybody to tell me you just played for three hours. You only got through the tutorial. Like you know, the, the people that sound like the taboo buzzer. Like that's just what they sound like when I read their chat. You know that taboo. Like me. When have you ever played taboo? That's what it sounds like. It's like somebody's stepping stepping on like a sick duck. Like, that's what they sound like. You only played for three hours. Okay. All right. I, I'm I'm pacifying the taboo buzzers of the word of the world, and I'll be playing for a little bit more. You're going to watch, but yikes. Yeah, it's rough. It's it's rough. I like, Content loops don't typically change, right? I, I, I've said this very many times. Like, you play a game, and in the first hour, you've played the game. You have. Don't tell me it gets good at hour 16. Shut the frick up. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. No. It doesn't. It's going to be the same game at hour 16. I'm just going to have more stuff. I'm I'm not going to be better or different or feel differently about it. Some of the reviewers have done 50 hours of gameplay, so I'm going to give it a chance. Sometimes I wonder if the gaming drought... I wonder if the gaming drought makes us bad. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you know? It's like, we're so starved. We're like, I just need something to play, man. Anything. Anything to get through this, dude. I can't. I thought Returnal was going to be it. And I, just, I rage quit, man. It's too hard. It's too hard. Oh, okay. Biomutant, Biomutant. And they get to hour 50 and they're like, this is good. This is good, right? It's good. Tell me it's good. I mean, it's got to be good. I put in 50 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I bumped the mic. I still need to do the calculation of the hand to beard ratio of your streams. Oh, stop. Don't make me self conscious about that. Returnal was and is awesome. Yeah, but I mean, Returnal's a short road for a lot of people. I mean, that road, the rogue elements, I mean, had a, you're going to run out of steam. I ran out of steam. Biome, Biome 3 can suck it. Ah, frick all that noise. Do you want to come and play for 45 minutes only to die from two hits in Biome 3? No? That's surprising. It's such a rewarding experience. I got desperate and I downloaded CSGO. Oh, gosh. Why? Why Why would you do that? You got 40 hours out of Returnal? I got 20-something. I'm satisfied with my purchase, but I, I, I can't go back. I hit a wall, man. I hit an enjoyment wall. I almost played it the other night, Eugene. I almost booted up and did the challenge. But you know what I did instead? I 
played Ghost of Tsushima, and I don't regret it. It was really good. It was really good. I was so happy. Sounds very desperate. <laughs> it's like it's like one of those documentaries where they're interviewing people. Like it got dark, man. Twenty twenty one. It's like around April, maybe May. I don't know. I lost track of time. Hadn't left my house in like three weeks. Oh, that gaming drought. That, that was the biggest drought of my life. Oh, I got low. I downloaded, don't you tell anybody this. I downloaded CSGO. I even got H1Z1 installed. Almost clicked open. Almost played it. But I, I pulled myself up. Pulled myself out of the darkness. Did you know what I played? I played Biomutant, and I didn't just play Biomutant. I platinumed it. It was terrible. <laughs> it's like, they're showing like black and white footage of the games, you know? Audible gasps from the audience. Oh! <laughs> Friggin' downloaded CSGO. <laughs> I even considered getting into Hearthstone. Hearthstone? Hearthstone? I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> Irene's told Skyrim for the 60th time. <laughs> it's like smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I got low. <laughs> freaking, freaking gaming droughts, dude. Oh, it's the worst. Uh, I almost downloaded Escape from Tarkov. <laughs> Lono's voice acting career is the highlight of my day. Thank you. You try to do an impression of Soldier 76? What's he say? I've got my eye on whatever it is. Die, die. I can't do that one. That one's too hard. That's what she said. I redownload Skyrim again. No joke. Oh, see? You played Biomutant? Let me correct. We You watched Biomutant. <laughs> yeah, it was like three hours. It was like a movie I didn't want to watch. I was like, come on. Just let me play. Can I play now? It's like when your big brother was playing for you. You're like, can I play now? Can I have the controller back? Just hang on a minute. Just hang on a minute. I'm almost done. (laughs) Your gibberish talk yesterday had me uh, laughing so hard my desk almost shook apart. (laughs) Yeah, the gibberish talk was awful. It was like, what he said to you is that he wants you to go over into another field and capture it from the enemy, and he really likes your hat. What in the frick? No, I've not finished Ghost of Tsushima, Takashi. It's a sad story. It's a really sad story. It's a really sad story. It's so good. Can't play it. Now, we might start to use SNTR Gaming for that. SNTR Gaming, we could start to go over and do, do um, long burns. You know, someone runs out of relevancy over here. It won't be good for this channel. It won't be good for growth. We can kick it over there. You know, that's possible we could do that. The Witcher 3 playthrough for the 10th time. <laughs> oh, God, frick. I tried, man. That was on the other platform, though. I couldn't play anything that wasn't my main game over there. It was awful. Still haven't finished Ghost of Tsushima either. What the frick's the matter with you, Wheezy? Wheezy, you you played Outriders like a bunch and you haven't finished Ghost of Tsushima? Don't you have a PS5? 
Wheezy, why? Why would you do this? Why Why are you even here? It's like one of the greatest video games ever created. Y- you played hours of trash can banging, like, Welcome to Outriders. Every gun sounds terrible. What is the wrong with you? If you didn't own a PS5, I would forgive you. But you have a PS5. I don't I don't understand you, man. I thought I knew you, Wheeze. I really did. You know? Sometimes you just wake up and realize the people that you knew are are monsters, you know? And then you get banned from Twitch. Anyway, if you guys haven't voted in our poll, Biomutant Gameplay, we wanna hear from you. Alright, we wanna I wanna I wanna hear from the audience. I'm gonna read through some of these comments here in a moment. After seeing it and reading reviews, are you still planning on buying it? Why or why not? We want to hear what you got to say. All right. Use that poll command. Get over there. Let's get that. Let's get that thing up over that 200 vote hump. All right. Even this old lady, 98% Ghost of Tsushima. Come on, Wheezy. Cat got a 98%. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? She put down her knitting needles long enough to play. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. Cat's resident mom. She would always tell me when to change the music. She got me the really nice microphone for my phone, and that was that was that was harsh. That was that was that was that was a swing. And I am sorry, cat. I'm sorry. (laughs) She's like, put down my knitting needles. Are you crazy? (laughs) Uh, Can't find the mercenary class on PS5 after pre-ordering it. Oh, is that like something that's supposed to be specific to the PS to the PlayStation 5? I didn't even know that was a thing. You haven't finished Ghost? Listen, listen. We launched SNTR Gaming, and it was very clear that if I played a new game, I got tons of growth in viewership, and if I played an old game, it sat and died in the water. It was dead in the water. I couldn't play it. We had to prioritize channel growth. SNTR Gaming's in a great spot. It's monetized. It's got 5,000 subs. We're going to start doing special stuff over there. You know, we are. It's a good it's a good channel. It, it's we I don't want to let that thing die. It's generating. It's ge- it's generating revenue. You know, this channel was was bleeding out before we made some changes. So, you already pre-ordered Biomutant? Would you put Resident Evil Village contender for game of the year? Um probably because there's not much out. Um there's not much out this year to compete with. If it was a if it was a more competitive year, I don't think so. No. Resident Evil Village would not be a contender. It's not a very competitive year, so I think it'll it'll be up there by default. It was a good game, but I don't game of the year, no. No. Not enough innovation. They are not friendly to established franchises. And that's an established franchise if I've ever heard of one. Frick, it's number eight, right? And um, there wasn't enough innovation. It was um, it was very, very safe. Uh, it was very safe. It was well voice acted. It was beautiful. Uh, but it's another Resident Evil. And Game of the Year nominations usually don't go well for a somewhat predictable franchise extension, right? 
So I, I, I could see, I could see it being up there, but I can't see it winning. And the only reason it's up there is because this year is not going to be very competitive, right? I think Returnal is going to clean house on a handful of things. Uh, I think Returnal is going to clean house on on sound design. Um, maybe, maybe if they consider it an action game, I'm not sure what they'll, what they'll classify it as. Um, if Horizon Forbidden West launches in this year, it's going to make things really hard on every other game. Um, so, if HCD uh, launches, it'll probably win. Yeah, Horizon Forbidden West is going to make it really, really tough on everybody else because that game is probably going to be stellar. Um, it'll make it really tough on everything else. Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, Horizon Forbidden West, it'll probably take Game of the Year if it launches within inside of 2021. Unless they rush it and it's garbage and, and, and gets ripped, you know, hopefully they don't do that. Um, so, but I could see Returnal winning for sound design, um, art direction. I don't know what all the categories are, but I think Returnal's going to win a handful. Um, sound design being one. Uh, I don't know what they'll classify it as. If it gets into some categories where there's no competition, it'll crush because there's there's not much coming out this year, right? Uh, when's the Ratchet and Clank game come out? That's really soon, isn't it? Isn't that like just around the corner? I feel like that's very very soon. Um, Demon Souls remake is better than Resident Evil. 8. Now that Demon Souls. That Demon Souls remake on PlayStation 5, it is, it is beautiful. It really is. That that thing is magnificent. Um, oh, the 11th. Okay, so we've got some time. Okay. Yeah, June's about to turn the heat up a little bit. We're not going to get a whole lot of mileage out of Biomutant. I'm, I'm pretty depressed about that. I thought we were going to be able to really, really squeeze that game. Um, we've gotten a ton of people to stop by today. If you're new, this is what we do. It's talk show. It's like gaming radio that you can interact with. Be sure to hit subscribe. Make sure your bell button set to all. It gets turned off or set to personalize sometimes, so always double-check your bell button. Monday through Friday, we do the talk show in the morning and gameplay in the afternoon. We will be playing more Biomutant today, so make sure you're subscribed and you stick around for that. Uh, we do that on this channel now. We have brought gameplay to this channel, so thank you uh, for everybody who has hit subscribe today. Good to see that number going up. Appreciate all the new folks. And you have E3 starting that weekend too. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing our best to cover E3 here. Uh, I have in years past in 2019, I was a main stage host at E3, interviewing developers. Uh, it was really really fun, and so we'll be we'll be covering it this year as best we can with the digitized version of E3 with trailers and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> love hearing the parents talks from Lono because I plan on uh, working on a baby soon. Well, that's 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 one of the fun parts. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Best season ever. Oh, that interview. I felt so bad. I felt so bad for them. <clears throat> I didn't like Horizon Zero Dawn TBH. It was a solid game, I guess, but don't know why people love it. Wait. What what didn't you like about it? Horizon Zero Dawn is easily one of the most, I would say, ambitious and original action-adventure games to come out in a long time. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. 
it was so ambitious to to decide to essentially bring big dinosaur combat to an open world game i mean that was not i don't know man they nailed it they absolutely nailed it that was so good the side quests are just like assassin's creed what okay now hang on hang on a minute hang on a minute structurally okay structurally a game like that will end up having some of the assassin's creed map puke but horizon zero dawn was so good at its core you you can you can come on you can't tolerate a couple of side same missions every game's got side same missions they're called side missions for a reason what is the, what is going on here i've wanted to replay it i have i've wanted to go back and replay it i played it on a pc and i was like oh this game's so good we had all kind of performance issues. I wanted to go back and see how it runs now that we've switched our capture method. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to do an update for the PS5. I'd probably just play it on PS5 if they would do an update like they did the God of War. I would just say, screw the PC. I said it. I said it. Screw the PC. If you give me a high-def 60 FPS update to a game on a, on the one of the new consoles, I'm playing the game on a console, dude. Frick all this PC nonsense. Seriously hitching snags no I'd much rather play on a console these days oh it's freaking PC driver this driver that optimization days gone port to PC has been such a pleasant surprise and breath of fresh air no issues not a single problem with that game rock solid port do you want to know why? Because they just ported it. That's all they did. No ray tracing, no bells and whistles, no nothing. They're just like ported. That 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 game on PC has been such a pleasant surprise compared to, you know, other PC ports as of late. Outriders PC performance was a freaking puke fest. It's freaking awful. Horizon Zero Dawn's port was awful for weeks. It's not hard when you don't make a crap port. That's what I'm saying, though, Wheeze. That's what I'm saying. Friggin' PC, dude. Such a baby boomer. Just give me my joystick back. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you. There is a simplicity to that, dude. You just boot up the console and you just play. I'm telling you. There is something about that. When I boot up to play Ghost of Tsushima or or uh, <clears throat> when I was booting up to play Returnal, See you, thieves. I'm just like, I don't got to worry about any of that crap. Just boot it up and go. I'm going to have none of that nonsense. Is my PC overheating? Is the card driver's update? Shut up. Shut up, computer. Just do what I want. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order was great on PC. I'll, 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 I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. <clears throat> I will. It ran great. You know what I mean? can't use controller your hands don't work on anymore if you guys haven't smashed the like button smash the like button let's get to 500 you can do it <coughs> valve is possibly working on a handheld steam console called steam pal what beta client update added plenty of references including controller bindings new ui strings such as quick access menu system and settings why would you call it St- steam pal 
I don't understand why you would call it that. Uh, why, why wouldn't you call it the Vapor? You know what I mean? That'd be a great name for a handheld Steam Steam console. Order the Vapor today. <clears throat> Take the Steam handheld console with you everywhere you go. The Vapor is available in stores now. <clears throat> That's why I thought Microsoft could capitalize on the PC gaming market in the next five years. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. I don't know what's going on. <clears throat> sort of console gaming on the Atari 2600 will probably end on a console as well. That's what I'm saying, dude. The exact thing Lono's saying is wrong with PC is what I love about it. Unique and quirky. I enjoy tweaking settings, working on my PC. I get that not everyone wants that experience, though. Yeah, I want to buy a car and just drive it. You want to tinker in the garage. I I don't want to do that, dude. No, I'm good. Say to play on May 27th will show Horizon Forbidden West. Very excited about that. <clears throat> that probably means we will cover that on Friday. That probably means we'll cover Horizon Forbidden West on Friday unless some big gaming news breaks on Thursday. Unless they just literally show nothing, you know? If it's just hype, I don't know. Stop PC gaming when I was 23. I got tired of the BS. Yeah. I like to tinker, though. Yeah, I don't. I do not. When I had to switch the power supply in my gaming rig, which still didn't end up working for very long... <clears throat> it started shutting itself off again. Uh, video card, I guess. I don't remember the last day we did that. We had that issue. I wonder now if that was a Windows issue. I can't remember when we switched. I don't think it was a Windows issue. My wife's gaming rig was doing the same thing, and we uninstalled that one update, and it fixed it. Also, the game It Takes Two was doing that. It was black screening and restarting computers. It was like an actual problem with It Takes Two. Sometimes I wonder if that gaming rig is just fine if it were just having an issue with the software. In any case, I remember when I was switching the power supply, I was like, I don't want to do this. I hate this part. I really, really do. I've only ever since issues with pre-builts. I'm not my the issue with the with the gaming rig, that wasn't a pre-built. The Zydax built that for me. You know? I think I still have a Zydax um, I think I still have a Zydax dashboard to be honest I wonder if I could like reinitiate my partnership with them and get them to send me a computer <laughs> you know what I mean uh, I, I think I think um, oh they might have shut it down Log in here to share the info or keep going. Yeah, I might still have a login. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I do. Yeah. They paid me. Dashboard stats. Yeah, it looks like my. I still have a campaign URL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should contact them. <laughs> they they paid me. They paid me. When's the last time they paid me? Oh, it was August of last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It paid me March, April, and August. Yeah. Yeah. 
We should reach back out to them and see if they'll build me something. <laughs> uh, mm, yeah, it was nine months ago. I became an ambassador two years ago. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. Yeah, I might reach out to them and just see. Be like, hey, I still have a referral code. We'll start using it. There it is. You did an animated GIF. That's awesome, Snow. I'm, re- I'm retweeting that one. I'm retweeting that one. Rageless Roast. Looking good. Not to mention cheating on PC. Ugh. Enjoying a nice cup of uh, Senator Rage Roast. It's Rageless Roast. Thank you so much, Torchwood. Appreciate that. Make sure anytime you guys tweet about the coffee, hashtag Rageless Roast. We greatly appreciate that. I appreciate all of the love. Um, appreciate all the votes on this poll. Let me read a couple poll responses. Let's see if we can get you know more of you guys to uh, clickety-click on it. Uh, Chicken Pot Pie says, <clears throat> I love ACG reviews. I am going with his suggestion and, suggestion and waiting for a sale. A nice strat. I don't think the game is that bad, but you could wait for a sale. Uh, Takashi says, to be honest, wasn't planning on buying it, but I'm even less inclined uh, after watching your stream. I relate to your gaming taste, and I played. And if I played Biomutant myself, I'd be ranting and cursing for the whole 30 minutes of gameplay. <laughs> uh, I hear that. I do. I do. Zubair says, I was thinking about it, but you've saved me another $60. Ain't nobody got time for meh. Uh, yep. Uh, agreed. I, 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 nobody wants to play meh right now, but I think people are, are, are stomaching meh because of the gaming drought. Hex answered yes, but with a caveat, I'll wait for a drop in price. Based on what I've seen so far, it's not worth 70 in my book. Uh, lots of folks, um, waiting for a sale. I think, I think there are a lot of folks waiting for a sale and we talked about this yesterday. There's a part of me that wonders if they sold it for 40, if people would have been a lot more genteel in their their expectations and reviews. You know what I mean? People would have been like, oh, it's a $40 game. I, I, I kind of expect it to be a little light. You know, a little, um, you know? You know, people would expect it to be a, a weaker, maybe a weaker or more like indie style title, you know. Uh, Greenside says, after yesterday with yours and Skillups reviews, I can just spend that much money. I can, I just can't spend that much money on a subpar project. Need to wait uh, for the greats. Um, yeah, indeed, indeed. Okami was better. I agree, Lono. A lower price in the game would have lowered my expectations. Yeah, and they might have sold more too. You know how many people would have been like, "Oh, forty bucks? Oh, let's let's try it out." You know, I, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people would have uh, cons- been 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 more apt to jump in. You know, um, they're like, "Ah, it's forty bucks. Let's let's take a crack at this. Let's see if it's any good." Um, that that I think as a price barrier, there's something about that price point. You know, if people see that forty, you know, they'll dive in. You know, 
Let's roll the likes over, says Mr. Jake. Mr. Jake's asking for a like rollover. If you're new, thanks so much for being here. We're breaking down Biomutant. I will be doing my official sort of first impressions review in just a moment, but we're taking a poll. You can take it right now if you'd like. Leave a comment. I'm reading through some of the comments and replying to them right now uh, if you want to weigh in on that. Always remember that a free way to support what I do here every day, Monday through Friday, is to hit subscribe. Make sure your bell button set to all and hit the like button. And uh, if you do want to support me directly, we are trying to get back to 900 members. You can click the join. We are switching uh, ingest servers. It seems reconnection successful. Sorry about that little blip there. Uh, every once in a while, YouTube bumps me to another ingest server. Uh, and we just got bumped to another ingest server. So there might have been a little blip. Uh, if anybody says anything in chat, just tell them to refresh. Um so it's kind of unfortunate we were uh, we were climbing there because um, of the poll interaction and then we had a blip um, yeah it was a big one every once in a while we just get disconnected and then reconnected I don't know why they do that so today we'll mark the start of pre-E3 announcements says um, who is this who is this guy tweet about video games industry senior analyst at Nico Partners, covering video game market in China and Asia. Okay, I'm going to follow that guy then, if that's what he does. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Aqua says, I was not thinking about buying it on launch. However, what would have got me to buy the game is if the combat was to my liking so far, not impressed. Combat uh, sadly falls flat, and it's supposed to be the centerpiece it's supposed to be the centerpiece man like the combat dude is supposed to be it you know and uh i don't have the outfit for pre-ordering anyone else have this happen uh somebody came in earlier gta and they said that they didn't have the mercenary class like they couldn't find it and they pre-ordered so i'm not sure what's going on was that a sony thing so Thursday will be big for reveals, Dying Light 2, and New Horizon gameplay. I think our switch, our switch in format to leaving these past broadcasts complete and using timestamps, going back to that right before all this news hits, right before all these new games. We're also doing gameplay here now, if you missed that memo. I think that was a really, really good decision. I think we're going to be very pleased when we get to, like, July. We're going to be like, whew, we, we made the right call. Um... So I appreciate the, 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 the resounding sort of um, response and rebound that the channel is having is very encouraging. So I appreciate you guys um, jumping back in and supporting everything that we're doing here. So with the likes and the members and the subscribes, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, Chris Cardi says, I wasn't planning on playing it in the first place, but after watching the stream yesterday, this wouldn't even qualify for a Steam sale. Uh, ouch. I get it. But that's rough for them. I, I, I feel bad for this development team. Um, I don't know if I want to fault the marketing, the publisher, or the timing, but it does seem really unfair that some small team built this game, 20-something people, and I'll be honest with you, it looked like it was going to be some big AAA monumental title. That's what it looked like to me. It like, you know, I don't know, the marketing, the the, the the promotional stuff, the gameplay. I was like, oh, this game's going to be huge. This game's going to be stellar. 
And then people are like, yeah, 20 people made it. Like, what? 20? I mean, if I'd have known that ahead of time, I would have been really, really cautious about diving in with high expectations. You know? If you're going to charge 60 for a single-player game... Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man, that $40... I think the $40 price point would have been a, would have been the right decision. You know? It would have been the right decision. Gatdat says, I was really looking forward to playing this, but I'm glad I saw your playthrough. Money saved. Uh, happy to help. Happy to help. I never dissuade people or encourage people to buy games. I never do that. Um, and in this particular, you know, situation... I just played it and gave honest feedback. I never bash a game. I never try and convince people to don't buy it, boycott it, buy it. It's amazing. I steer clear of that. I'm very, very uh, cautious about doing that. And with this game, I just feel like my raw, you know, and honest responses to playing. Um, if that saves you money and then that, that saves you frustration and time, then, uh, then good, you know? Um... So, <laughs> you think this is another thing like Returnal where the price was jacked up by publishing without the studio knowing? I mean, listen, if I'm in this studio and we got 20 folks and we're proud of our little project, I could totally see being like, listen, you guys shouldn't charge full price for this. It, it's, it's not going to hold up against $60 games, you know? Now, when you got somebody from the company mentioning games like Breath of the Wild and Devil May Cry and, um, you know, the, these these other ones, I mean, that, that that hurts. Another blip. Yeah, we just lost like another 60 people. And we were having such a strong day. Must be another blip. YouTube must be having some issues today. Oh, we've already bounced back. That must have been a tiny one. I don't know. If people in chat are complaining, just tell them to refresh. Um, In theory, the price is correct. Well, look. Size of the game, potential hours you get from the game, $60 price point is actually not absurd. It isn't. The issue is... is the quality. It just doesn't... It doesn't feel or play like that kind of a game do you see got a brief loading wheel oh well there you go nemesis coming in with a brand new i'm sorry a renewed membership thanks for doing that purple badge uh the game was released on may 25th for microsoft windows playstation 4 and xbox one unreal engine 4 um t-bone says Gave it a look, and I'm already going to say, yeah, no, the game looks like a mid-level Unreal Engine game released for $20 for maybe an early access. Funny enough, it was made using Unreal Engine 4. Catch me up here, T-Bone. Is that like an old... Is that like an outdated version of Unreal? That might be why its performance can't be optimized for the... um, for the new... for the newer platforms. Are we in, what, are we in Unreal 5 now? How many games have been built in Unreal 4 recently, though? I mean, didn't they just roll over to Unreal 5? I thought that was a newer newer released version. I am not up to date on uh, on that side of gaming with respect to engine dev tools and any of that. The newest one's Unreal 5. 
Yeah, Unreal 5 just started to roll out, so lots of games right now are in Unreal 4. That's not that's not alarming at all. That's a that's a that's a false alarm right there. I mean, there's plenty of games still in Unreal 4. Unreal 4 is still the newest that we're seeing currently. 5 has not had time for full dev cycles. There's not a UE 5 game that exists yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're jumping the gun, T-Bone. I don't I don't think that's why the game has its issues. Um that's why I immediately started asking questions because I'm not the guy to comment on that. I am not the guy to comment on that. Um, Bada replied to the poll, it's dry out there for the choice of games right now. I just want something new, so I'm going to give it a try anyway. Uh, I hear you on that. I, I think a lot of folks are there. They're like, well, and here and here's one of the saddest places to be as a gamer. When you're trying to make a game enjoyable and you deep down know that it's not. Like, I got about 30 minutes in and I was just like, I could just feel it. I was like, I'm not going to like this game. You know, is it out? Biomutant is out. We played early. We got to play early yesterday. We have a poll up. If you've seen my gameplay or other gameplay as well as reviews, are you still planning on buying the game or not? We will be playing more this afternoon. So if you want to stick around for that, we just did a story on this and how dev companies were announcing massive delays because they're changing to UE5. Oh, that's right. That's right. The Gears announcement that we went through was going to UE5. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, UE5 is not released yet for devs, but the quality looks not up to par as other games. Oh, now I understand the point that you're making, T-Bone. You're like, it doesn't look like as good as other games on Unreal 5. That is where I will strongly disagree with you. I think Biomutant actually does look and runs very well. I think it looks great. I think it's super charming. I, I think the graphics are one of the reasons everybody wanted to buy it. It looked awesome. Um, uh, tier 2 member for months, never voted in a poll. How do I do that again? Exclamation point poll. Click on the link. It'll let you go vote. And then you can come back here and uh, it'll, it'll bring you right back when you click on the live button. Um, we've updated the poll command to take people to the right place, right? Let me click on it. Um, yes it does it takes you to the community page and not a specific poll we were doing a specific poll because like the community page was acting really really wonky the one day um so uh let's see coyote I was planning on buying it but I can't bring myself to waste time and money on a chance that the game might uh not be enjoyable for me um yep a lot of folks in that boat I think it's frustrating for people to be looking forward to a title and come to that realization. Zerlock says, wasn't planning on buying it. I'm extremely, uh, probably you meant to say picky about the games that I play. The last game I invested in besides Destiny was Monster Hunter. The next one I plan on buying comes out next year. Uh, always good to know uh, your own tastes. I mean, if you're going to be picky, you know, I think that's one of the keys to being um, a, 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 a satisfied gamer. One of the keys to being a satisfied gamer is to know your tastes. And when a game's not for you, put it down. When a game doesn't appeal to you and from the trailers of the gameplay, don't buy it, don't pre-order it, or, or wait and watch others play it first. Don't be so desperate for a new experience that you settle, you know? Um, I've, I've had that experience on Netflix, right? You're scrolling through just a mountain of, of, of potential videos, and you're just like, Man, there's got to be a good one in here somewhere. Uh, and uh, you end up settling for something because you're just so hungry to watch something. You know? 
I platinum Ghost of Tsushima. I love that game. Oh, it's good. I watched the stream on delay, but Ghost of Tsushima is one of the greatest narrative-based games I've ever played. Truly sad it didn't win Game of the Year. Wait, what beat Ghost of Tsushima for Game of the Year? What beat it? Is that why people were so upset? Is that the is that the year it lost to uh, Last of Us Two? Did it lose to that game? <laughs> how did a how did a how did a a not so successful sequel? Yeah, so a, a not so successful sequel beat Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that's a freaking joke. I don't even have to play Last of Us Two to know that's a freaking joke. <laughs> a brand a brand new IP. Brand new IP. <laughs> a brand new IP loses to a mediocre sequel. Get the frick out of here. Get the frick out of here. Not successful? Yeah, it didn't it, it wasn't as equally praised as the first game. It wasn't. It was it was a mediocre sequel at best. Right? Sales? Yes. You you know deep down, Eugene, that sales determines quality. New IPs, new IPs deserve a, a, a better shake than that. That's ridiculous. Ghost didn't hit all the woke buttons. I can see why people were irritated. The first one was overrated. Ah. GTFO, you haven't played it? Yeah, but the reviews were all over the place, Eugene. It got good reviews and it sold well, but the reviews were all over the place. I saw plenty of reviews that didn't score it that high. It didn't get it didn't get a perfect score everywhere. Come on. The Last of Us 2 Metacritic. Where did it land over there? Where did it land over there? 93 Yeah, see. Yeah, see. 93 from the reviewers and a 5.7 from users. Don't they nuke review bombs over there? So that's no way that's still the result of review bombing. So that, so so, the, the critics give it almost a hundred, ninety-three on Metacritic, and a five point seven from the users. Like I said, that, that that that's a wobbly sequel. If that's how people responded, they they were aren't they able to nuke review bombs? I know it got review bombs, so I'm not sitting here trying to act like well, The Last of Us Two was bad because it got review bombed. I don't know. You automatically lose all points when you try to be woke. I know there are people that voted that game down because of some of the narrative decisions they that it, they made, and they didn't give it a fair shake. They just went and hit zero. Sure. But it beat Ghost of Tsushima? Really? Come on. <laughs> Come on. It was a sequel. How does a sequel beat Ghost of Tsushima? How far did it take the game? Right? Did it really... Did it really evolve the combat? I gotta play this game now. I gotta play this game. I have to play The Last of Us 2 and decide for myself if they really brought that game forward enough to beat Ghost of Tsushima, a freaking work of art. Like, we gotta gotta do this. Have you seen Project Athea? With its teaser trailer? I have not. Looks good. Thanks for saving me some money on this game. Hoping to see more uh, members. Thanks for the five spot, Damocles. I'm genuinely curious. I'm genuinely curious. So, put the, put the Last of Us 2 story on the shelf. 
What the frick did they do with the gameplay loop, Eugene, that it deserved to beat Ghost of Tsushima? What do they do? What did they do to make that sequel so awesome that it beat out Ghost of Tsushima? What? Ghost of Tsushima, from the bottom to the top, is, is, is practically flawless in its execution of the lore, the story, the voice acting, the depth of fighting, customization, the world, all of it. It is absolutely just breathtaking as a game from the bottom to the top. What in the frick did they do in The Last of Us 2 as a sequel to beat that masterpiece? Was the gameplay that advanced and that evolved and that incredible? Ignore the story. I don't give a rip about the story because people are going to land on opposite ends of the spectrum on the story. I'm talking about gameplay. You haven't even beat Ghosts. So I have to beat the game to understand just how magnificent it is? You haven't played it either? Oh, for frick's sake. For frick's sake. We're having an Alien Fireteam video. Looking forward to playing that. Should still be here. Still should be here as a ten minute. I'm not gonna comment on a game I haven't played. Please don't. I'm not ready for the Last of Us Two community. We could always do it on the gaming channel. <laughs> we could kick that over to SNTR Gaming. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When you're a sequel, okay. When you're a sequel, you got a you got a steeper hill to climb, and I think that that's fair. I think that's fair. If it's the sequel, you got to do more than just make another one, right? Because the first game won tons of awards. It was awesome. The Last of Us is one of the first games where I got so enthralled in the story and the characters. It was so good. First game was excellent. You don't just get to make another one and get another award. You 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 have a higher a higher hill to climb, and I think that that's fair. Ghost of Tsushima. I can go back to that game anytime, and I'm like, this game is so good. Ghost has an 83 on Metacritic. Oh, what the frick ever. Enough said. Yes, because Metacritic scores are uh, are are gospel, right? Sure. We we th- th- that's that's cherry picking if I've ever seen it. We we wanna we wanna consult the reviewers when a game does amazing, but when it when it when a game when a game is like on the fence, it's like well we're gonna consult Metacritic as gospel. Like a ninety-three for The Last of Us Two. That's not sus at all. Come the frick on. Ninety-three. What kind of games land that high over there? What kind of games? What are what are examples of games that, that, that land in the nineties from the critics on Metacritic? What games? How is, how is Ghost of Tsushima not up there? How? Who's who's knocking that thing down to into the 80s? Who? Come on. What were the Metacritic review users for Ghost? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Tsushima. Uh, Metacritic. Ghost of Tsushima Metacritic 9.2. Nuff said. <laughs> you see how you can cherry pick? The user base gave ghosts a 9.2, essentially equal to a 93. Uh, you know? Come on. Come on. That's cherry picking if I've ever seen it. 
The user base, the people, the public, the people that bought the game, it's got a 9.2 over there on Metacritic. And you want to you back the reviewers. The, 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 the industry, the gaming journalistic blogging industry that is so suspect right now. So much lack of integrity and honesty and courage. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, they matter. They matter more. Yeah, frick out of here. The public opinion of a game matters more to a certain extent. 9.2. 9.2, Eugene. Get the frick out of here. How many users is that? 19,000. 19,000 people voted for Ghost of Tsushima on that website. It's got a 9.2. Do you have any idea how hard it is to maintain that score with 19,000? It's not getting review bombed in the positive. Five spot from Damocles. You allowed to watch trailer on stream? Um, I think... That would fall under fair use. That'd be dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll probably do that during E3, Damocles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You can't even post a user review for Last of Us 2? Wait, did they shut it down because of the review bombs? I know that one got review bombed, Eugene, so I'm not sitting here putting a bunch of stock in the user reviews of, of The Last of Us 2 because that turned into a tribal war but Ghost of Tsushima landed at a 9.2 from 19,000 user reviews come the frick on that should hold some dadgum weight that's a ton of people so if you go to order something on Amazon and you see 19,000 votes and it's got almost 5 stars you're going to take that with oh wow this thing must be amazing this product must be very reliable that's a massive sampling. Rewards are based on critic reviews. Thank you for admitting why it's why why uh, Last of Us Two shouldn't have won. <laughs> Rewards are based on critic reviews. I appreciate your concession. That was it. Took us a while to get there. <laughs> These chuckleheads that that comment on gaming, yeah, 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 they're they're the ones that determine who gets the rewards. Well, there we go. Now we know what's wrong. Yeah, they did such a good job covering the Me Too movement last summer. They're really equipped for for honest and and uh, integrity. They're, they're, they are just drenched in honesty and integrity and trustworthiness. You're right. You're right. I didn't concede. I said that in the beginning. I know. I'm messing with you. <laughs> uh, explain why God of War beat Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, we can have a conversation about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 had things that they didn't do well. If you're honest about Red Dead Redemption 2, a lot of that was phoned in. A lot of that was phoned in. Red Dead Redemption 2's combat and hunting and a lot of that it was dated it didn't run it didn't run well they did not mm, no red dead redemption 2 was magnificent it was awesome but there were core elements of that game that did not evolve forward you know god of war uh, that game evolved that combat was stellar it was 
stellar. Red Dead Redemption was beautiful, and then when you got into any of the combat sequences, you're like, what the frick am I playing? This is so dated. It was so dated. Red Dead has a higher review score. Again, again, that's not the only factor. Eugene's saying it is a factor. I'm saying so should user reviews. If a game gets 19,000 reviews and maintains above a 9, that is a freaking stout score. That is beefy, man. Speaks even more to Ghost that there's no underlying reason to vote on such an inclusive, uh, inclusive buddy. What the frick is that word? Ghost was rating on just being a game, and it did fantastic, while Last of Us tied in those biases, likely boosting it for its inclusiveness based on how people pander on the internet, especially reviewers. It's hard not to... Yeah, I don't want to get wound up into that discussion, but it's really, really hard not to be like, well, they played the virtue card, so everybody has to... Everybody has to... Everybody has to play nice and give it high scores. It's, 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 It's pandering to the lean of the market come on don't freaking kid yourself the lean in the gaming market eats that crap up right now if it's more quote unquote progressive and it leans in a certain direction the gaming world the virtue signaling gaming world gobbles that the frick up and if you don't like it you're labeled like come on there's no virtue card Eugene, come on. Come on. <laughs> come on, dude. They, they, they knew what they were doing. Come on. I'm not against it. I'm against progressive, inclusive storytelling to represent the world that we live in. But if you're going to act like The Last of Us 2 wasn't plucking on the banjo to the more progressive gaming world strings, get the... Come, 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 come on. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I was excited when they threw it right in their trailer. Right? They threw it right in their trailer. I'm all for that. But don't act like that's not pandering to where things are leaning in the gaming world. How many games and gaming journalists and developers and gaming commentators are out west? There's a big difference between the leanings, philosophies, worldviews, and beliefs of the west versus the rest of the the country. California has its own laws about stuff on on food that the rest of the country doesn't. Like, it's, it's, it's a different world out there. And to act like that game wasn't plucking on those banjo strings... I just feel like that's disingenuous. I can say that while applauding their decision to, to write a story like that. I'm like, eh, come on now. Come on. You, 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 put some, you put some signals, you know, you put some virtue signals in your game a little bit, you know. Now, there wasn't any of that in the first game. There wasn't even a hint of it. And now all of a sudden, that's a central tenant of the game. It doesn't make it virtue signaling. Uh, it doesn't have to like. Okay, so there's levels of there's levels of virtue signaling though. Sometimes it can be something as simple as being like, "This is where the culture's heading. If we put this in our game, it'll make people get really excited." 
There's nothing wrong with that. That's just a good business decision. If the gaming culture is shifting into a more progressive-minded way of thinking, making a game where that's a central tenet of your storyline... That's just being a smart business person. That's just reading the room. Like, oh, a lot of people are going to praise this and buy this. That's not like virtue signaling like, hey, make sure and bring the camera crew to the soup kitchen so I can tweet this out. There are levels. There's a spectrum of quote-unquote virtue signaling. We're going to act like these businesses aren't attempting to read the cultural zetgeist and cash in on it? Get the frick out of here. Of course they are. Of course they are. Not every game is, but certainly, certainly, that has to be considered. You think they fell backwards into that? Oops, a daisy. <laughs> that's just that's just the story we wrote. Ah, come on. It it it's not sinister. It's not manipulative. It's just good business. It's just good business sense. This'll play. Oh, this'll play. Reviewers will eat it up. You know, the more progressive culture in gaming now, they'll eat it up. Come on. It's not virtue signaling. I'm not saying it's virtue signaling. I'm saying the idea of virtue signaling has a spectrum. There is more, there's higher levels of disingenuineness and lower levels of it. Right? So putting that in your game you know what you're pandering to you're pandering to that audience the reviewers that love it the reviewers that are going to eat that up and throw it all over the place did you see the article did you see the article that said um it said something like mass effect mass effect legendary edition puts on display the fact that like it's it's one of the more progressive games but it's still incredibly dated or something and my gosh, I read it and I was like, this is, what the frick is this? It was like, they were nitpicking. They were nitpicking. Like, what in the frick? It plays. Like, that plays in the landscape. Doesn't make it disingenuous. Doesn't mean they're quote-unquote virtue signaling. But to act like it's a neutral, benign decision that has no business motivation, I, I simply refuse to believe that in this day and age that these companies are just writing stories and never considering the marketability of the story if you think that that's what's happened with that game i like i I just i feel like that's disingenuine it's like come on man that was a part of it They, they that was a part of the marketability of that game and to act like it wasn't is 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 silly. Does that make it wrong? No, I don't have any problem with it. I thought it was great. I thought it was cool. I thought it was, again, it was progressive. It was probably encouraging to people that 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 are in that world and in that spectrum. The user review bomb mentality? That's why I said, I don't put a lot of stock in the user review bombs of that game. What I was saying was simply this. When you make a sequel... You gotta do more than just make another one if you want to win Game of the Year. I didn't see anything from gameplay or reviews that talked about how The Last of Us 2 just really took the franchise and the gameplay forward. I, I didn't see any of that. It all centered around the story, and the gameplay looked to me like more Last of Us. And then you look at Ghost of Tsushima... 
and you look at the user scores for that game and you're like but the critics matter more ah that feels like a rigged game in my opinion that feels like a rigged game you had a story that appealed more to the biases and the mindset and the worldview of the current like gamut of critics and 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 review review culture and of course it it, it fared better I, you know what i'm saying you're selling a truck in texas and telling me that it's a better vehicle like what the frick you know you knew your audience you knew your audience you know what i mean The consensus on the gameplay was it was just more Last of Us Part 1 with the smallest of tweaks. That was exactly my point at the beginning of this entire debate. I didn't see anything in that game from the trailers, from the gameplay. I watched a couple of streams and I read a couple of reviews. I didn't see anything that talked about, yeah, dude, gameplay. They really brought all these systems and... No, no. It was all about let's stand and cheer and let's plan our tribalistic flag and defend the story decisions that's what it turned into it turned into tribalism and guess which team won for a non-japanese developer to make a game and be widely praised by japanese people that's an achievement in and of itself oh yeah we need a sequel so ghost of tsushima can come in and win <laughs> we need a sequel so ghost of tsushima can come in and win game of the year we do we do I swear I saw people at the time that were like, I loved The Last of Us 2, but it didn't deserve to beat Ghost. I saw people saying that. They're like, I loved it. I thought, it was, I thought Last of Us 2 was a great game, but yeah, Ghost Ghost was the clear winner. You know? Don't fix what ain't broken. Last of Us 2 level design was a big improvement over the first to be fair. Felt a little less hallway. Oh, I mean, yeah, the first one did get pretty hallway. Yeah, it was pretty... You know what I loved about the first Last of Us? Even though it felt linear, they were really smart about having you see how far you had traveled. There was like a time where you were like down in like a street area and you had moved into a building and you ended up high up and you could look down and you're like, oh, we were down there. Like I thought they did a really good job with scope, right? Scope was really good, but the actual yeah design was a little was a little claustrophobic at times. Yeah, 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 yeah. The creators of Ghost of Tsushima became ambassadors of the island. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Alright, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what we gotta do. Here's what we gotta do. We gotta jump off this train. That was a good debate. That was a good debate. That's something that we do here, by the way, guys. We bring the sauce, and I know I can count on people like Eugene to be a good sparring partner. Um, <clears throat> so... Take our poll on Biomutant, and when I come back, I'll give you my review and my first impressions, all right, on whether or not you should buy it. And then this afternoon, we're playing more of it. Don't go anywhere while I'm gone. All the relevant commands are here. Poll if you want to take poll. I got another shirt from 80s Tees, so use that shirt command. Always use code LONO for 30% off at 80s Tees. Twitter, merch, coffee, all of it, okay? Hit like. Hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll be right back. You might see some ads when I step away. If you do, don't worry about it. I don't do that during content, only when I step away.
Oh. Okay. You never get ads. I it I click a button that says ad inserted. I, I don't know it's supposed to work. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem to work very consistently. So, um YouTube Prime. Yeah, what's good, Heartless One? I always wonder, is that a, when you put that in chat, is that are, are you announcing is that a confession or is it just a greeting? <laughs> you know? YouTube not working is pretty consistent. If there's a consistent here, is that YouTube won't be consistent. That's right, that's right. <laughs> if you want to support the channel directly, one of the best ways uh, is one of the best ways is to become a paying member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing on lunch, all of the above. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's actually let's actually get into this. You guys keep taking the poll. Did we get four hundred votes yet? Um, Almost 400 votes. So the poll's doing really, really well today. Let's get into this actual... Let's get into this review, though. Worked over here. Okay, so it did work for some people. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Cool. Hey, I appreciate you guys being here. New subs, old subs, new members, old members, like button, pressers, chatters, lurkers. You guys are the best. Appreciate it. We've been... We've been... We've been, we've been seeing really good results from the changes we made last week already, so I, I, uh, I greatly appreciate it. Alright, let's let's switch the music because um, we like this section to be a little bit more like podcast feeling. I'll switch the music back in just a second, but I wanted to give you guys this review, and while I'm doing that, make sure and take the poll. Uh, and that's me. Okay, I got the email. Um... And, and we'll come through those gaming news stories about Overwatch 2 is getting backlash, uh, Last of Us, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order getting a next-gen drop, and then a teaser from Dying Light 2, alright? So make sure you're here for that. I appreciate that, Damocles. 
Watched a little bit yesterday. Is the open world enemy population that low throughout? Seems like it. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, at least YouTube's more consistent than the purple platform. One thing I will say is, while it's a bummer that features are still very, very slowly rolling out on YouTube, I'd rather them take their time, because they would always launch new features on purple, and it would break everything, and we'd have glitches, and website crashes, and stream crashes, and all kind of problems. We had a lot of really big days over there ruined by that kind of crap. And apparently now YouTube's in conversations with Doc Disrespect. He's going to, like, really give them some insight into, like, how they should be handling their streams. And if there's somebody in, in the industry that I, I I trust to give them good info, it's it's Doc. I think, I think he's the right guy to lead that conversation. Because live streaming is such a different animal than, than uploading. Um, so... Um... Yeah, I think God of War did hit a little bit differently as a dad. You know, at the time I only had a daughter, so, you know, the whole boy thing didn't really translate as strongly. But still, you know, I thought it was good. I liked it. I say that to my son, I'm like, boy. And he'll be like, and he'll try and do it back, you know? It's funny. It's funny. Okay, let us um this is a good song for the for the intro. Uh let's go at two fifty nine. We're going to go at 2.59. I've been recording these just because. I don't really need to, but I have been. It just helps me with the time, keeping it around 10 minutes. And then if I have it, if I need it, I have it, you know? Hey, thanks for watching another episode of SNTR Presents. If you clicked on the stream and came here off the timestamp, I appreciate that. Always remember to hit subscribe, the bell button, and the like button if you enjoy my content. That way you can be here for the live streams or the gameplay. We now do gameplay in the afternoon, and we'll be doing more Biomutant because I want to give this game a fair shake. Okay, this review is going to be it's going to be pretty critical, and I don't want to be too hard on this game. You know, I want to acknowledge a smaller team built it, about a 20-person dev team built this game. And it's set out to do some pretty ambitious things. I'm, I'm worried that a lot of the ambition caused scope creep and the scope of the game got way too broad and it ends up feeling as the title of this stream is it's a mile wide and very flawed and being a mile wide doesn't automatically add you know quantity or depth or substance it can end up being like an Olympic pool that you only put about a foot of water into so it never really feels like it gets beyond that initial depth right at the beginning so Biomutant is finally here and the reviews are piling up in a way that's not looking very promising for the newly launched title while some reviews are positive most of them are centering around a variety of lacking threads within the game that end up making it tough for Biomutant to get out of the starting gate so if you've read any of the reviews even the ones that are positive there are notes and threads of criticism that are very similar across all of them. Now, I spent approximately three and a half hours in the game, and two of those hours were landing in a very sort of drawn-out, tutorial-esque intro that aims to establish the world, the lore, the backstory, and important game systems. Much of what this game aims to do either falls flat or doesn't connect in a synergistic way with the overarching themes of game mechanics or even with the tone of the storytelling. It feels very sort of disjointed and patched together. Uh, I referenced this morning, you know, if your grandmother makes you a quilt 
from a bunch of your old t-shirts none of them actually line up and match and this game kind of feels like a quilt where everybody worked independent on their systems and their parts and nothing connects in a good way I am trying to reserve judgment until I can put more time in outside of what feels like a very unnecessary slog at the beginning. I think they really hurt their game's accessibility and intro. Uh, People aren't really going to take too kindly to it. Now, if you're a fan of Japanese games, especially JRPGs that are very dialogue heavy and disruptive in the beginning, you probably will not be thrown off by this title. But if you're more of a, maybe more of a Western style gamer, not Western like cowboy, but if you're from, you know, more of the American region of the world and you have come to like those development styles, you're going to find the intro to be very, very uh, slow, meaty, and, and extremely disruptive. Uh, even after that, the content loop and the combat are really not very high on the quality marks in my estimation, and we're going to talk about all of that. The first thing I want to establish is that there's no romance, and I think this is one of the fundamental flaws in this game that really hurts it from the very, very beginning. First and foremost, the game just fails at delivering both the information, the story, and the game mechanics in a way that even remotely allows the player to be immersed or enjoy the game. It's rigid, it's mechanistic, it's dissonant. It's not an enjoyable experience in the first couple of hours. Beyond the dry and just utterly stretched out opening, the characters speak in gibberish, which means there is only one voice actor. Really robs, I think, it, it, it's, it has a robbing effect. The charming cast of characters don't have any substance or sense of intrigue. In an RPG, one of the things that are memorable is when you meet certain characters and they're voice acted or drawn in a really good way. I highlighted this recently in Days Gone. I'm amazed that game got hurt so bad by review culture. It's brilliant. Even the offshoot side characters or NPCs in the town, they're beautifully designed, brilliantly voice acted. And then you come into this game that's meant to be more RPG and the cast of characters look amazing, very cool. Some of them I I question their design decisions because it's meant to be really serious moments and the characters look kind of goofy. But there is no sense of substance, intrigue, or character development. They just fall flat as the narrator has to say everything for them while they speak gibberish. It ends up feeling like a very low-quality audiobook rather than a winsome opening. My kids listen to audiobooks all the time, and I couldn't help be reminded of listening to an audiobook with one of the... We have guys that we like and girls that we like. There's different voice actors that do the audiobook readings, and there are some that are better than others, and this felt like, uh, I would say, a lower-quality audiobook. Now, lastly, and this for me was the worst offense was the incessant disruptions, okay? For close to two hours, my sense of agency amounted to walk 10 feet and let the camera swoop forward and say something to me. It became comical at certain points, but fundamentally, the game feels horribly dated in its rhythm and its pacing. doesn't feel like a modern game. It feels incredibly dated. It's like, just let me play. You can narrate, you can explain certain elements of the game to me while I walk around. There were literally times where I would take 10 steps and then whoop, I can't control the character. The camera swoops forward. It looks like there's somebody over there. 
okay? And I would go up to them and talk. And then, whoop, I'm in a scene with dialogue and tutorial messages popping up. It is not paced well. It is very, very frustrating uh, in the beginning. And I think the disruptions really undercut what could have been roughly a 30-minute tutorial because there are tons of systems in this game. It can feel a little bit like you're drinking from a fire hose, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but the method of delivery was very poor. Now, if there's one thing that could have redeemed this game, it could have been the combat. The combat is the centerpiece. If you watch any of their trailers leading up to its release, there was literally a combat trailer and gameplay trailers because it looked awesome. All of the different variety in the characters and the crafting of the weapons and the armor, it looked like combat was going to be the centerpiece. It should be the centerpiece given it's designed to be sort of an action RPG. From the earliest gameplay footage, I was worried and I described it as frivolous combat, combat that would feel thin, kind of meaningless and not that impactful. Even just watching the videos, I sensed something non-impactful about every move the character made. The guns felt like you weren't really shooting anybody and the weapon swings felt kind of weak. I kind of thought, well, maybe that's just some of the earlier areas or whatever. Oftentimes, games that focus heavily on combos can lose a sense of oomph, like there's just not a lot of punch. Your character... I have felt this in some of the JRPGs that I have played. Your character's animations and swings and 18-hit combo that you rattle off looks incredible, but it doesn't land in the game as sort of an impactful, punchy, sort of crunchy combat sequence. This game is worse. It feels like a deflated balloon. It's like nothing's really happening. Nobody seems to react. I even theorized it almost looks like initially this game was going to be turn-based combat because when everybody's kind of holding their position and you do your move and they kind of get knocked back and then they do their move it kind of has that feel to it because it is so combo driven combat animations and movement are cool looking but that's where it ends controls feel clumsy and clunky you got to space out your button combos slowly and methodically there are no iframes iframes are invincible frames where you dodge or do something to where you cannot take damage this is particularly useful in games with fast-paced combat and you do not have the ability to disrupt your actions with a block parry or a dodge you cannot do any animation disruption so you take a lot of automatic damage you see the attack coming but you are in the middle of a combo that you've already input and that's it the button presses have been queued up and you're locked in you can block parry and dodge but with the inputs all queued up you just take damage that you know is coming you see the swing you see the attack cue and it doesn't matter you're getting hit anyway and that adds a layer of face tank frustration to combat that is already pretty unsatisfying. Enemies seem to only respond to special moves, which isn't a huge problem, as it forces you to focus on combos, finishers, and abilities. I did find the combat to get significantly better for me when I focused on the lower right portion of the screen. If you do the right button presses, you have to hit something to sort of land the finisher move. I was doing like a crane kick thing with my gun, and it seemed to be very effective. Essentially, I was able to stun lock one-on-one fights keep in mind other enemies are coming in and I can't animation disrupt so the automatic unmitigatable damage persists even during what felt like a better fight it ultimately translates into what I define as wet noodle 
combat where I feel like I'm swatting enemies with a rolled up piece of paper rather than using sharp or meaty beefy weapons I, I think skill up described it as punching a pillow very very good description I, I I talked about how whenever I have like a pool noodle and you can swing that at your kids and it doesn't hurt right because it's just foam and you mean you can swing that as hard as you possibly can and it has no effect on them that's what the combat in this feels like it doesn't feel like really really good action adventure center beast combat and that ultimately leads to the final problem disconnected systems All of the various systems appear on the surface to be deep and thoughtful, but as you press into them, there's a lacking synergy and cohesion. Everything feels as if it's somewhat still in its conceptual phase, rather than being fleshed out. Looting, for example, is seemingly very helpful, but the game is designed very linearly, so the open world feels a bit like a mirage. It's not really an open world. You're sort of on a path, and you're branching off that path to, like, open a couple of boxes, and I ended up with a ton of loot, but you end up feeling like you're just breaking from a determined course to open a few boxes here and there. And... Ultimately, the lack of combat impact and the romance, the game didn't really romance me or immerse me, it left me feeling sort of like shrugged shoulders. It's like, I don't care about all this loot and grind and crafting because nothing really feels like I'm doing anything. The first time I grinded, uh, not grinded, I'm sorry, crafted a sword for for like the, um, the flashback tutorial, It was a scripted fight that I had to lose and the sword didn't feel that impactful. So it's like, I just took all the time to make this sword. Didn't feel any different, any stronger, any cooler. You just showed me how to use the system and it wasn't tethered to impact in the game, making it an endeavor that I don't really feel like wasting any time with. So even when I could start pushing into the depth and the grind, I just lacked the drive or desire to do so. Now, again, we're going to play more today to try to give the okay I'm out of the beginning okay let's let's give this game a fair shake but as it stands right now I feel this game is unfortunately far too spread far too thin and doesn't land any depth it's just a lot of breadth as always you can come into these live streams to be part of these conversations we did a poll I'm going to check your poll results so don't go anywhere and we're going to shift to some gaming news as well and if you're watching this later as always hit the subscribe and the bell button and I hope to see you in the next live stream Uh, uh, people are reviewing this as if it's a triple-A game. It's a $60 indie game made by a development team of 20 people for their first game. It's pretty decent. I, I prefaced my entire review. I said that, Sarah. I said, I'm trying to be gentle and I'm trying to be understanding and nice. I know it's a small team. I think if it was a $40 price point, I think people would have been a lot more um, forgiving. I do. I think people would have been a lot more forgiving. You know? I don't feel like I was unfair. I don't feel like I was too negative. I, I feel like I picked apart the, the, the pieces of the game that are really um, that are really lacking. Um, and I don't think I did it in like a mean way. I just, you know. And here's the problem. They should not have spoken about the game before it launched and made references to game like Breath of the Wild, uh, Devil May Cry, um, uh, Batman, the Batman Arkham games. They should not have done that. I read those reviews and I was like, holy frick, are you serious? Wow. Like, wow, okay. (laughs) You know? 
you're way less negative than some reviewers I try to be empathetic and sympathetic it's like I know you're a small team and maybe they didn't determine the price they might have been like you guys can't charge 60 for this what are you doing it charged 40 you know you're setting us up to get ripped to shreds but then when they do a couple interviews and they mention Breath of the Wild and Batman I'm like eh, <laughs> you shouldn't have done that you should never mention Breath of the Wild to be fair just don't mention that game you know you do that and you're putting yourself into dangerous territory because that game was huge it was it's massive Breath of the Wild was ridiculously just it's in its own league to a certain extent glad I waited I had it in my cart to pre-order yeah a lot of people did yeah if you pay $60 for this I can imagine being upset now here's the thing the $60 price point is is it's justifiable on one side of the coin right on one side of the coin the amount of hours you could pour into this game, oh yeah, well worth sixty. You're gonna, you could get more hours out of this than any other game. The question is, are you gonna want to? Because <laughs> the quality's not there. You know, it's like saying, well, we're we're gonna give you a a, a party sized pizza, and you're like, great, but are you gonna want to eat the whole thing if it doesn't taste very good? You know, I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. That's like buying Balen Wonderland for $60. That game was dog. Oh, I could not believe. I don't even know how, where that, where did that game come from? Wheezy? It's like it jumped out of a time machine. That game still confuses me to this day. I still sometimes think about that game. I'm like, what was the point of that game? Every once in a while, I'm like, it still bothers me. Like, I think about that sometimes. You know? We're going to get the world's first Horizon Forbidden West gameplay on Thursday. I'm very excited about that game. I'm very excited to cover that on Friday if we get enough information for a, for a video. You know? I bought the game for 60 because I need a break from Monster Hunter until the next patch. It gives me Fable vibes. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The silly... The silliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The frivolity. The, the, the irreverence, you know? the goofiness um Zenthos responded to the poll I was really excited for this new IP but after watching your gameplay I might wait until it's on sale uh lots let's see lots of folks waiting on a sale there are a lot of folks waiting on a sale uh Dracus Panda responded to the poll not into turn-based esque games uh and then all the flow interruptions would drive me crazy Yep. Uh, was making me nuts. It was making me nuts. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you look at the combat in this game, I truly think at its core, when they were first building Biomutant, I think it was turn-based combat. I do. I think it was turn-based combat when they first, when they were first building it. Basically, it was one of the last chances for one of the Sonic the Hedgehog creators. He's probably done in the video game industry. Man, I... (laughs) Ah, it would have been a big hit a couple, you know, 10 years ago. Five spot from Angry Reaper, just got back from the dock, wanted to share. Found out we're having a boy. Congrats, Angry. I appreciate, man, that's awesome. Do we have, do we have, hang on a second. I don't think we have that emote here. No, we don't have Lono Stinks in the YouTube chat to spam for that. 
Akuta Papa says, one of the things that puts me off is how the same thing is said like 50 times. They want to bring balance by dominating everyone and killing the tree of life. All the differences between the tribes were, you couldn't even tell. You couldn't even tell. I, I, I was like, what's the differences between some of these? They seemed that they were all wanting to do the same thing. You see the PlayStation is releasing 15 minutes of gameplay of Horizon Forbidden West this Thursday. Yeah, yeah, everybody's kind of coming in and telling me about it. We'll we'll be sure to cover that. We'll probably do like a reaction commentary thing on Friday. Um, small team means less development costs as well, so why full price? I, you'd have to ask the publisher. I, I don't think that I don't think devs determine price. Publishers do, and then publishers and the publisher set this game up. Um, and it, I think they set it up to fail. You know. They set it up to fail. Yet folks go nuts over near replicant. Yeah, that I can always tell when I play a game like that that it's not for me. I can always tell. Um. Um. Mm, oh, I was like, why is this guy? Why is Johnny Knoxville trending? Oh, he's turning fifty. Happy birthday, Johnny Knoxville. Uh, I kind of torn on the price point. Content-wise, it probably should have been 60. Dev cost-wise, probably not. We should probably be asking why bigger games aren't 20 or $30 more. <laughs> Near Replicant was nothing like whatever Biomutant is. Yeah, I'd, I I know when I play Near, it's not for me, but that game, was, that game looked really good, I thought. Um, you were playing five minutes into Near? Well, no, I'm, I didn't complete that thought, Wheezy. I know those games aren't for me, but I can tell when I play Near Automata or Near Replicant that they're they're really, really uh, in-depth games. I mean, there there was a lot there. I, I thought I thought Near was great. It just isn't for me. Right? The minute the minute I get into a game like that, I'm like, nope, this is not. These are not my these are not my people, right? You know when you go to a party and you can just tell you're like these are not my people. They're into books and Shakespeare and I want to talk about Netflix and my favorite steak, you know? Like you just you get into a game sometimes and you're like, "Nope. This is this is this isn't my this is not my crowd. This is not my uh this is not my vibe." Um, that is, that is a super, super common thing for me in video games. It's like, I almost immediately, what makes it not for you? There are stylistic decisions, pacing decisions, um, the voice acting, the narrative style. There's all kind of things, uh, that happen in, in those games where I just, I immediately know. I'm like, no, this isn't for me. Um, it's, it's. I don't know what to, I don't like I could sit here and try and spell it out for you but like you you know as well as I do there are games where like you play for 15 minutes and you're just like yeah no no you just know you know what I'm saying I don't you you can't necessarily put your finger on it but you you play you play for you play for 20 minutes or so and you know you know this is why people that try to convince me to play Monster Hunter, I was like, yeah, probably not. That that's that's not going to be for me. I just knew the content loop wasn't my bag. Um, Lordful Mind says the cartoony look was off-putting to me, and the gameplay I've seen didn't do it any favors either. There's going, it's going to be a, a no for me. Uh, it's understandable. 
it's totally understandable um warzone yeah i mean you just know it it uh like when i played when i played um monster hunter i could see the value i could see the depth i was like this is a great game this is a great game and it's not for me you know it's not for me i'm bored I'm, I'm freaking bored to tears and people are like, oh, it gets better. It gets better. And I watched, I watched people play and they got really, really far. And I was like, it doesn't look any different. You know, I, the combat looks like just, it's like watching paint dry, you know? Um, I had a similar experience in Dauntless, you know? I the the combat is uh it's just it's in a lane that satisfies a lot of people and just didn't satisfy me. Um Embrace the Mayhem. Saints Row 3 is getting a next gen update. There you go. Saints 3 Remastered is out now on Xbox Series X, S and the PS5. If a game doesn't catch me within an hour of gameplay, I won't play it. I, that's usually my attitude. The only reason we're going to go the distance and play more Biomutant today is I know there's people looking for gameplay because today's the official launch date. And I don't want to hear from people that are like, you didn't really give it a fair shake. And it's like, okay, I'll give it a fair shake. You know, we'll go play a couple more hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did I come back to hear Lono insulting drying paint? That's right. That's right. Here, let's let's take some time. Let's take some time. We've been we've been doing this. We've been doing this as a way to also make sure we're peppering gaming news throughout the show. So we're now going to comb through these three stories: Jedi Fallen Order, Next Gen, Dying Light Two got a weird teaser, and Overwatch Two receives backlash. We kind of debated the Overwatch Two thing uh, this morning. My favorite game. It's really hard to choose. There are games I always come back to: Hellblade. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, um, uh, The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, uh, Borderlands 2, uh, Diablo 2, uh, those are, those are games I can always come back to and enjoy, those were formative games for me, um, so, are you going to do Days Gone? I really want to go back to Days Gone, my gosh, I was enjoying my time with that. And if you guys are going to support support it with viewership, so that the, the, the so that the stream and the views do well, oh man, yeah, I want to go back. Is Hellblade good? I think Hellblade's one of the greatest video games ever created. Um, there there are there are many reasons why. If you play Hellblade with headphones on and don't walk away feeling like it did something to you, then I, I don't I don't know if we played the same game. Um, I don't know. I'm telling you that that Hellblade is special. Hellblade is a is a special game. It's uh it's e- I think it's easily one of the greatest games I've ever played. Uh, it's I don't know. It gets I usually play through it about once a year. Uh, or in the or in the Blind Forest, or in the Will of the Wisps. Very similar very similar mindset about those games. Um, you know the combat sections were awfully designed. I thought the combat situations in in Hellblade were perfectly fine. I thought they got the job done. They're not meant to be the centerpiece. Um, Can't give you a live view, but I'll watch later. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to buy an S for Hellblade. 
Yeah, I don't know what Hellblade 2 is even going to be like. I'm really curious what it's going to be like. Um, I'm I'm not setting myself up for disappointment, but I'm setting myself up for a different game entirely. I don't think they're going to do a retread of two of one. I think they're going to do a very, very different style game. That's what I think. So... I got to pick up the coffee ad. Um, this is our coffee, by the way. I'm not. This is not some other company I'm promoting. Uh, Rageless Roast is available. It's a light roast. It is delicious coffee. We've sold a ton of it already. Uh, it's medium bodied, honey undertones, smooth finished, and balanced acidity. The balanced acidity is one of the reasons so many people like it. It's very drinkable. Uh, I put less creamer in my coffee than I used to. A lot of people have said they really like to drink it black. It makes a great cold brew. Uh, we're working on a dark roast right now. So if you want to order some of that, rageousroast.com as well as the coffee command. Um, and this is a segment that we do to ensure that we're still consistently putting uh, gaming news in the broadcast. Uh, so any interest in Scarlet Nexus? Um, I played yesterday on Hellblade. I understand why you said put headphones in. If you play Hellblade without headphones, you're you're missing out on like half of the game. Um, Scarlet Nexus gameplay. Everybody keeps asking me about Scarlet Nexus. Uh, what do we got here? What do we got here? Um, let's see. Uh, oh man, they're really front loading the ads on this one here. Uh, skip ad. Okay. So Game Informer here playing it. It's got a, it's clearly got the JRPG feel. Yeah. Yeah. Aerial combo driven. Um, very smooth. Animations look dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. It looks dope. It looks dope. It's probably one I would play for, like, an afternoon, you know? You know? Get a bunch of homies to, to hang out, and then probably move on. Yeah, JRPGs that are very combo-heavy are not really my bag. Um, if They're not my bag. I'll play them because they're they're good for usually good for channel growth for people to like come and check it out and then I can kind of do like a, a brief flyover of first impressions um so guess I'm about to play Hellblade now that I have an S yeah I mean I'm telling you I'm telling you there are moments in Hellblade that stick with me like cinematically the story the audio it's very very special game um just everything I've been through with my own journey with mental health and my own demons and abuse and everything um you know it uh that game speaks to a part of me that you know maybe won't speak to you but it's it's good it's good all right see you later heartless one um okay let's get timestamps and go through some of these some of these new segments here um what do we got? Uh, we'll have to wait. We'll go at 329. That's 30 seconds from now. We won't be able to do. Um, okay, so this was the show starting. This was Bio. This is Star Wars. <clears throat> You've had Hellblade for free from the Hundle Bundle. Maybe you should play it. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I'm overselling it, but I don't care. It's how I feel about the game.
Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Little SNTR short for you over here on the main channel where we do SNTR presents the daily live show with gaming topics and news and Jedi Fallen Order getting a next gen release. Now we knew this was coming, but there's more info now, essentially some leaks kind of confirming when uh, it's happening and that it is in fact going to be and look essentially like a new release to some people if you're walking in a store. So Game Rant reported on this. While there is a next gen version of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order coming, neither EA nor Respawn has said when. The two companies announced that Xbox Series X and S and the PS5 version of Fallen Order is coming sometime this summer, but now a listing on a couple of retailer websites may have leaked the exact date. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has managed to stay relevant in the mind of gamers thanks to it just recently landing on Google Stadia. I don't know how much that helped it. (laughs) Google Stadia is not exactly uh, a mainstream uh, device. Uh, Fans of the game now have more reason to play it again as it will be getting an upgrade for the newest consoles expected to make an already good looking game look and perform better. Since the announcement, there have been many guesses on to when it will arrive and what the release date will be. So, I played this on PC. I think Jedi Fallen Order is worth a playthrough, maybe even another or second playthrough, uh, increasing the difficulty. It's a nice introductory game into not Dark Souls or Sekiro. This is sort of like the bunny slopes, okay? So if you're thinking about going to like the five diamond slopes or whatever the rating is for really hard slopes, it's skiing. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order can kind of be the bunny slopes to get into that kind of combat uh, before playing those types of games. It's a way for you to experience meaningful combat without really getting your teeth kicked in. Now, the hint about the launch date of this next-gen version comes by the way of two Brazilian retail sites, Submarino and Americanas. Both of the sites have the same day listed as when the new version will arrive, further lending credence to the leak. Both of them have the date listed as June 26th, which certainly falls in line with this summer. However, that day would also appear to be a bit earlier than most in the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order community expected. This is one more aspect that lends credence to the retailer's listing is that both are considered official resellers by Microsoft. So these aren't just random retailers. These are official uh, resellers under the Microsoft banner. While both listings are only for the PS5 version of the game, EA and Respawn went on record as assuring players that the upgrade will arrive on both new consoles. So it's literally a disc, okay? It's disc with the Jedi Fallen Order artwork for the PS5. So this is not just like a, oh, a free upgrade like they did with God of War. They're essentially releasing this as a PS5 or Xbox One Series X or Series S game in 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 its own new packaging. Obviously, it would be in the storefront as well. If you're familiar on PS5, it'll say PS5 game, PS4 game. So Jedi Fallen Order will have that no doubt updated as its icon and designation in the storefront if you do try to get it digitally. Now, this wouldn't be the first time that a supposed release date has shown up on a retailer only to end up being later the wrong date. There isn't a way to know if June 26 date is right until EA or Respawn confirm that that's when you can officially get it. So it's right now available for PC, PS4, Stadia, Xbox One, and then it'll be on these, these consoles at a later date. So if you've been holding off on this one, I think it's well worth a play. Right now, we're still waiting for confirmation or even hints or leaks about when the next game will be releasing. We know they want to do a sequel. Uh, They set the game up to be 
one that is setting up a sequel at the very very end of it no spoilers i know those of you watching this might not have played it yet so I would say snag it if you haven't gotten it yet. It's a very, very good game, especially for Star Wars fans. This is up there with Rogue One and Mandalorian as far as story, substance, and capturing the Star Wars universe feel. So, hey, if you like this video, head over to the main channel, SNTR Presents. Just go to SNTRlive.com or use the link below. Always, you can subscribe here to SNTR Shorts if you like these short videos. Okay. Do, 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 do. EA's milking the license before they lose it. That's possible. That's possible. All right. So Dying Light had a weird teaser. This is, we got some more gaming news for you. We'll go at 334. We're going to try and, we're going to try and bang these out pretty quickly here. Okay. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Another SNTR short for you. We do these live over at SNTR Presents, so use the link below or go to SNTRlive.com to watch the Monday through Friday live broadcast. And this one's about Dying Light 2. Now, the last time I covered Dying Light 2, we had a lot of people tune in because we weren't even sure what the release date was going to shape up to be. They had kind of taken to the internet to address concerns about the release date and how quiet they had been and they gave assurances that this game was in fact releasing and they wanted it to just be you know well done and well designed they didn't want to rush anything dying light one received lots of praise and a lot of support and they did a lot of great things with the game in the aftermath even though now if you go back and play it does feel a little bit dated that's obviously not a concern as long as they're contextualizing this one. So Game Rant reported on this, the buildup for Dying Light 2 is reaching new heights as information is revealed, including an eerie new teaser video posted to the game's official Twitter account. So if you don't follow him on Twitter, give him a follow and check out this video. It's a short clip and it does a good job of building tension, unease, and anticipation for Dying Light 2 release. Now, the zombie games, I think, are having a bit of a resurgence, and I'm not sure how well they're going to do. Not only do we have Dying Light sequel on the horizon, there's another Left 4 Dead coming out, and then Days Gone just had its port to PC as people continue to campaign for that game to get a sequel. So the zombie franchise, the zombie game, seems to be getting a bit of a, of, of a resurgence. Techland recently held a Dying Dying Light 2 AMA to reveal a number of details about the upcoming open world zombie game, including the fact that Dying Light 2 will contain far more free roam events than the first game and no returning characters. However, they also said the actions of the protagonist, Kyle Crane, would pay a lar- play a large role in how the events in setting up Dying Light 2 came to be. Now, there's more information in this article, this, this, this blog post, about Dying Light 2 if you didn't play the first one, so hang tight. Now, this suggests that the sequel will build off the ending where Crane survives, only to become infected and spread the virus to a populated area. If so, the story of Dying Light 2 promises to be a tragic one, and the foreboding tone of the teaser certainly fits that mood. Now, the teaser video is only nine seconds long, and it has a long short of like a concrete wall covered in graffiti. And for most of the video, the wall shows three words scrawled out, uh, save the city. That's kind of what you're doing in the game. You've got work with different organizations, different uh, uh, factions, and you can get different benefits from working with them. Uh, Birdsong is heard, and the light turns red and fades like a simulated sunset. And then once night falls, the peaceful tone shifts uh, to flickering streetlights illuminated as a different 
message. Are you dying too? In a pale yellow and pink. So the result they're saying is it's very disquieting and very creepy. Now, if you never played the first one, that's why it's called Dying Light. The game shifts on a dime at night. It's it's meant to feel very, very different at night. It's meant to feel scary. Uh, there's more zombies. They're more aggressive. They're, they're faster. They're stronger. And so it gives this sense of going out at night is extremely threatening. And you combine that with the parkour movement, and it can be pretty intense. Now, they manage this without showing a single zombie in this teether. Uh, teether? Teaser. <laughs> Parents will get that one, a teether, if you, if you have kids that are teething right now. So, reportedly, though, this is the most important part if you didn't play the first one. Players will not have to play Dying Light in order to understand Dying Light 2. This could mean Dying Light 2 is sufficiently distanced from the events of the first game that any connections will come off as Easter eggs. It could also mean that Dying Light 2 will simply reintroduce the world and the conflicts it contains to new players. Whatever the case, Techland has secretly trademarked the title Dying Light 2 Stay Human, which could put the teaser's hidden message into a whole new context. There could be survival elements of like you needing to stay human um, or are you dying too? Like There might be elements of that to the game. So if you haven't played the first one, rest assured they're not going to make that like a requirement for you to enjoy the second one. As always, if you enjoyed this video, hit subscribe, hit the bell button, head over to the live channel if you want to hang out with us. Alright, I'll see you in the next one. I don't think I'm going to do these live anymore. I don't think we're going to do these live anymore. I think I can do these off stream. Maybe we'll see. I feel like we're forcing something that worked tentatively or, 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 or temporarily. And, uh, it's not working. This isn't playing. Uh, let me do the last one. Let me do the last one. I think it works for like for, for springboard topics in the morning, but I don't think this works live for recording. I think recording the 10 minute does. I think this is, uh, this is something we're going to retire. This is something we're going to retire. I can tell when, uh, it's not in demand. We've lost, uh, 30 viewers and chat died. So I don't think we're going to do this anymore. So if you like the micro gaming news, you're gonna have to catch it on the shorts channel. Um, I think we're forcing, I think we're forcing this. Um, so, you kind of like the break from the convo? I know, but it just doesn't feel natural. I feel like we're forcing it. I don't know. It feels forced. I don't. This doesn't feel organic. The 10 minute feels organic. The pull feels organic. The convos feel organic. And that's really what I want to dial in. Um, I just, I don't know. Recording three really quick videos doesn't seem like something we should be doing live. Feels, it feels like a, like a record scratch. You know what I mean? They're too well written for me to make fun of them. Right, right, right. Uh, that one was dying light, right? I feel like it's good for the timestamps and good for SEO. Like we're filling the description with good with 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 good meat, but it doesn't feel like it plays live. Um, I don't know. It always feels like the minute we shift to formulaic, we 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 throw everything into upheaval. Uh, that's just not our that's not our vibe. Our vibe is not to be uber structured, you know? Mm-mm. I think the minute we get too structured, I sense this oddness in the air. I don't know. I don't know. Like this morning was everything I wanted. Like it was exact like I looked at the clock, I was like, "Oh frick." I was like, "We're running out of time," right? We're running out of time. Like that's exactly what I want. That's like the old school vibe of like all of a sudden realizing we've been de- debating, chatting and just talking for a couple hours i think that's our show that's that's what people are gonna come back for um 
okay. I like when you rolled over articles and you weren't recording. You had the interaction with chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um for the um gaming news rejects, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaming news uh rejects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just work and play in the background. Oh, no, 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 no. You guys are fine. I'm not like, I'm not like, oh man, I can't believe chess not interacting. I think we just, I think we do best when we do what we do. And I don't necessarily know if this is it. You know what I mean? Um, so, and now we heard the news. Why watch them again? Oh, well, the shorts channel is not for you guys. The shorts channel is for the rest of YouTube. For people to find those really quick, easily accessible videos and then maybe end up over here. I don't, yeah, the shorts channel's not for y'all, especially if you're here every day. It's for the rest of YouTube. Because the rest of YouTube isn't really looking for four hour streams all the time, so these really short videos are helpful for that. So, um, yeah, it feels forced and squeezed into fit. That's right. I'm also, I'm also hungry. What's your main channel? This is it. This is the main channel. This is the main channel. What I'm recording right now gets put on a secondary channel, and then I tell them, hey, you know, you, you can come over here. You can come over here. So, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. gaming news reject was a good mix of structure and conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I thought the gaming news rejects was fun. It was fun. Maybe we make these more laid back if we, if we, if we run out of time because we're not getting the gaming news rejects anymore, which is actually a really good sign. It means we're just talking way more in the morning, which is exactly what we want. Like, if someone hits subscribe during the first three hours this morning, that's exactly what I want. It's like, that's what we do. We just vibe. We just kind of sit and talk. It's literally a talk show, you know? I was searching for Biomutant reviews and you popped up. You seem pretty chill. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, today's stream did great. It did. Um, we got uh, 12. We actually got a lot from search today. We got more from YouTube searches than suggested. That's a really good thing. What time is Biomutant gameplay? I'll be switching over to that in about 20 minutes. In about 20 minutes. Um, oh, and people probably got the 30-minute alert. I just realized people probably got the 30-minute alert. We didn't change that to private. Yeah, it's unlisted. Um, we might as well make it public because it's happening soon. Um, we've been trying to avoid too many notifications, and for live streams, you get one 30 minutes before and when I go live. So... Yeah, you did miss the bio mutant review. Yeah, it, mine was mine was mine was negative, but I feel like I was you know a little more gentle. Um, you got the alert, the thirty minute. Okay, yeah, we're trying to avoid that. It seems um, it seems that YouTube counts the thirty minute notification and the notification when I go live, and that is like if you do too many notifications in a day. YouTube stops sending them. So we're trying to avoid that. We're trying to send you less notifications if possible, especially now that we're doing gameplay on this channel. I don't want to overwhelm people with little pings because then YouTube shuts them off. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's go at 345 for this one. We want to make sure it's in here and it's recorded. uh, And then we'll get ready to shift gears to gameplay of Biomutant. I haven't been able to trim my beard because of my heart monitor because I can't take long showers and my beard is driving me freaking crazy. I get to, I'll get to trim it this Saturday. 
Hey, got another SNTR short for you. We record these live over on my main channel, SNTR Presents. Always remember you can go to SNTRlive.com or use a link in the comments below if you want to be here for the live streams. If not, if you like the shorter videos, hit subscribe on the channel where this gets uploaded. So Overwatch 2 is receiving backlash after its recent announcement, and it's getting it from the pros, from the people who play competitively, whether they are the players or the teams themselves. So Game Informer reported on this. Also, you can check Twitter. This is this is becoming a bit of a kerfuffle, and uh, this is what Game Informer had to say. A lot of exciting, as well as controversial news, dropped last week during the Overwatch 2 PvP presentation. Of the snippets of content and changes that were revealed, one major divergence from the first Overwatch had the community reeling. The sequel is dropping the standard PvP count from 6v6 to 5v5. This means instead of running the classic 2-2-2 team composition, two of every type, uh, teams will be forced to spawn into matches with one tank, two damage, and two support. So usually it's, a, it's, a, it's as I said, a 2-2-2. So if you've never played this game competitively, team comp is everything and if you're going against another well-organized team you gotta have counters to what they're running which is why so many teams landed on the 2-2-2 now this also means you might have to juggle your party rotation since one person will always be unable to queue in with your team consequently the 5v5 decision is getting a lot of pushback from the overwatch player base if you have been practicing uh, and, and getting headhunted or in scrimmages or practices or tournaments or whatever you spent years doing that everything is getting thrown into upheaval your team is now smaller some people might be out of a job or a contract with some of these sport with some of these uh, esports organizations and uh, that's a concern uh, overwatch really obviously appealed to that environment and it kind of had that organic you know growth and trajectory into esports. If you build a game for esports, sometimes it doesn't get the traction. If it happens organically, like it did with Halo, uh, League of Legends, and Overwatch and CS:GO, that tends to have more staying power. And Overwatch certainly had, you know, a lot of growth and good viewership for OWL over the years. Now, according to an esports website, uh, Inven Global, fans have drafted a petition on Change.org to sway Blizzard into reverting the big PvP count change. Uh, Peter Levy, the Overwatch player that started the, posi- the, pos- the petition, he wrote, Overwatch has its fair share of issues. Q times and shield metas have been long-standing problems in Overwatch game design. Switching to 5v5 has no guarantee of fixing these issues, and it will cause harm to the Overwatch community. Now, keep in mind, Blizzard has explained their decision to do this. Uh, They wanted to move away from uh, so many things happening at once. It can cause a lot of kind of confusion and spam, and trimming down player accounts can help with that. Uh, Peter Levy would also go on to offer a potential solution. Making tanks fun to play, either by making and releasing new tank champions at a faster pace, or by redesigning existing ones, would be a much better way to get more players to play tank, while also changing the metagame. It's worth noting that Blizzard is planning on adding interesting passive abilities to each role in order to give every hero inherent value over the battlefield. How that will affect day-to-day matches when the game releases remains to be seen. 
So this is going to change everything from team comp to strategy. Obviously, new maps and new abilities, especially passives, is going to attempt uh, to disrupt the meta, you know, what everybody is accustomed to running. Player count is a bigger adjustment, though, because that literally means somebody on the team can't play. Moreover, this also affects the Overwatch League as professional teams will likely have to consolidate their rosters since only one tank is required. Blake uh, Gator Scott, a main tank player for the Atlanta Reign and a founding member of the dreaded GOATS team composition, took to Twitter to voice his concern, saying, Imagine spending five years to perfect your role just for it to be deleted. So we'll see what ends up happening here, both in the pro scene, if Blizzard decides to make any concessions at all, or if they just say, game's evolving, and so should you. As always, if you want to catch these segments live, come over to sntrlive.com, or if you like these short ones, subscribe here to the Shorts channel and hit that bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. Okay. How'd this poll uh, shake up with Biomutant? How'd it shake out? Let's check. Oh, 500 votes. Hey, hey, hey. That's a good poll for the day. That's good poll results. Thank you guys so, so much for doing that uh, and contributing to the conversation. Biomutant gameplay, after seeing it and reading reviews, are you still planning on buying it? Why or why not? Unfortunately, the no's have it. 80-20 split there. Um... Are these three short combos meant for extra combos before gameplay, or just part of the three new segment you were doing before? Maybe just do one. Um. Uh. I guess I'm at a loss as to why if everyone knows he's on YouTube and needs to record to prosper, it's an issue when he records. Yeah, I mean these recordings hit another channel, and it's it it helps the brand uh, with exposure. So as an example, uh, SNTR Shorts had over the last couple of days it had six videos hit ps5 outselling xbox valheim reached seven million biomutant not being next gen netflix getting into gaming metro exodus dual sense support and days gone pc port success and those videos have the potential to reach a completely different audience because they're shorter piecemeal uh segments as opposed um as opposed to four hour streams if that makes sense Right, So what we're doing is we are no longer taking these live streams and trimming them to 10 minutes and unlisting the VOD but we still feel that a 10 minute recording has value. We still feel that way. We do. Um, Well these are actually 4 minute segments that we're doing Um, because we feel with the shorts coming to YouTube basically like the TikTok, Instagram stories content we feel getting in a lane and getting prepared for that kind of content is a smart move while also maintaining our live streaming presence. So. I'll never understand why esports players think they're entitled to a video game dev to support their job. I said it this morning though, D-Max, it's a symbiotic relationship. Like, can Blizzard and Overwatch, or can they really pretend that the esports community and the esports teams and organizations didn't help Overwatch significantly with, I don't know, making tons of money and exposure? Come on. Come on. Mm, Creature says, I'm pissy about it. It's a catch-22. For us to continue to do what we do, we must grow, but the live audience rejects what we need to do to grow. They praise the segment, but if you record it, it's an issue. It's a time of day thing to Creech. I mean, it is noon, and people are ready for the they're ready for the gear shift. 
Um, they're ready for the gear shift. They're ready for the gameplay, which we're going to do shortly. Let me go get my food. Uh, let me go get my food. All right. Don't go anywhere. Hit like, hit subscribe, help the channel, you know, help the video. And I'll be right back and I can push a button and we'll all land in gameplay together. Okay. It's another stream. It's on this channel and it should, it should just redirect you there. If it doesn't, if it doesn't, we'll provide a link, but we're not going there just yet. All right. Just hang tight for more, uh, for more Biomutant, uh, gameplay, right? Sorry, chat. Oh, I left on the chill music. I left on the chill music. I should have turned on Synthwave. I stepped away. I was gone longer than I thought I was going to be. 
Like, I went all the way upstairs looking for my lunch, and she had put it in the downstairs fridge. I was like, oops. How's the blood pressure? All of my readings have been... Um... You're supposed to shoot for... Like 120 over 80. And anything at or below that is good. Now, obviously, you don't want to be too far below that. And I have been below very consistently... Uh... Recently. And it seems that adding... Um... Magnesium has really, really helped. So I take... A small amount of uh, amlodipine every day, in addition to exercise, a better diet, and magnesium, and my my blood pressure is way down from where it was. Yeah, OG Boxer, doing gaming sections to have things to feed the gaming channel. I just don't know if the gaming channel would suddenly thrive off of uploads. The gaming channel thrived off of live. needs a second badger to name Jason Momoa. What's good, J-Post? What's for lunch? She cut up, like, apples and cheese and ham for me.
Yeah, Matt M, we're supposed to eventually be able to do like shorts and clips from our stuff. We're just waiting on YouTube to roll the feature out to everybody. Thoughts so far on Biomutant? Um, I mean, Biomutant is... It has... It has potential. Um, but unfortunately, it just... It's... It's not cashing in on a lot of that potential. It feels kind of like a smattering. Um, you know? So in order to try to get verification back on Twitter, you need um, three links from reputable news organizations that have covered or referenced you or your Twitter account within the last six months. So... (laughs) Any articles about me in the last six months or not. (laughs) 
Do they have to be positive articles? Well, there's nothing in the last six months that's not just going to be like one of those websites that just like re regurgitates news. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? There's nothing. There's nothing new. So all they are going to be negative and they're just going to be, they're just going to be, you know, all the crap from last summer. You know what I mean? Um, so, <clears throat> uh, Okay. Let me get this game booted up. No, nobody reported about the ban. No. All those journalists are 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 well, they're not journalists, they're bloggers and they're cowards. They're not going to report on me getting banned because they want to stay in good with Bungie. Have you started noticing a difference between the live stream? Oh, immediate differences. Much better differences. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Young Scarface. Already an immediate difference in response and in and in momentum. Yep. So we are gonna switch to Biomutant gameplay, and what we're gonna do to do that is I'm going to press a button and it should redirect you to the new video. If it doesn't, you can go back to my main channel and it will be a featured video. Uh, It will be a featured video or you can use the link in chat. Okay. It should take you there. It should be automatic. I'm going to double check and make sure it's still set to live redirect. It is. I'm going to make sure that the video is actually got us in Biomutant this time. It is. Okay. I forget which one I picked, which class. We'll have to boot it up and I can tell. I can show you. Okay. It should take you there automatically. If it doesn't, there's a link in chat and the link has been... Excuse me. It has been pinned. Okay. I'll see you over there for more Biomutant gameplay. Even if you only come over and hang out for 30 minutes or so uh, and hit like and all of those beautiful things that helps out the video, okay? You don't have to change channels. It's this channel, okay? And and uh, it's this channel. And again, it should, it should redirect you, okay? I'll see you guys over there.